NBA, The Athletic reports the three-point contest will feature the likes of Damian Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton, Jalen Brunson, and Lori Markkinen, among others. It's time. It's time. Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half. We at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. We're going to be with you all four hours a day. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to take some phone calls. If you want to jump in, 205-342-9904. Drew Arma is going to join us coming up at 2.15. We're going to have a chance to feature Drew, and uh, we're going to have a chance to dive in a couple of different things, and, and we're going to reflect on the weekend. And we're also, I, I just literally hung up, uh, just literally two minutes ago. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I could hear my bumper playing, uh, getting ready for talking on to Seattle because Ron Grubb is no doubt the conversation up there. And, and they are excited when you talk about Ron Grubb that they even have a possibility. Now, think about that fan base. Now, Alabama, most Alabama fans, that we have Saints fans, we have Tennessee Titans fans, we have Atlanta Falcon fans, and then we have a few scattered Dallas Cowboy fans. I am one of those. You... Think about for that fan base, they didn't want to lose Ron Grubb last year. Alabama was able to win, uh, excuse me, uh, UW was able to win then and got Ron Grubb back to UW. He came to Tuscaloosa, interviewed for the job, decided to get back on the plane and go back to UW and coach uh, Coach Michael Penix. Then Kalen DeBoer brings Ron Grubb to Tuscaloosa as the head coach and Ron Grubb, the, the new offensive coordinator. Ryan Williams last week, by the way, he's already announced that he will be signing on Wednesday morning with the University of Alabama and uh, he'll be shutting it down. So I'll be signing uh, there and uh, we're going to dive into that a couple of different ways in, in coming up in a couple of minutes, 10 a.m. Uh, so not his birthday, which is uh, something that we were always told, but he'll be fr- uh, signing February the 7th, which is coming up on National Signing Day, 10 a.m. with his team. Ryan Williams, the superstar to Sarah Land. But Ryan also told us about Ryan Grubb and even said, look, he's a, he's a relationship builder. Uh, so is Kalen DeBoer. So is Jamarcus Shepard. Some of the new coaches here at Alabama said, you know, it's one of the reasons why he shut it down and decided, hey, listen, I'm only going to do this. I'm only going to do this. But you think about up there in Seattle, that community, uh, they think they have a shot. I uh, was literally just hung up a couple seconds ago and, and – you think about, well, Ron Grubb, is he going to be able to stay? I think at the end of the day he'll stay because I don't think uh, if if you have to ask him, and I don't know Ron Grubb, uh, I hope you know we'll be able to get to know him uh, because I know Kalen DeBoer allowed his coordinators to talk up at UW. But you think about Ron Grubb, uh, if you go to Seattle and you go to the NFL route or if you stay in Tuscaloosa, which one is the quickest path to becoming a head coach? Now, the NFL will chew you up and spit you out in a very quick uh, fashion. They'll do it when you look at the National Football League. When you look at college football, thinking about what Alabama's got coming back, especially on the offensive side of the football, if he comes here. So what is the quickest path? Because all coordinators 
want to be head coaches, most of them. Most assistant coaches want to become coordinators, and most coordinators want to become head coaches. So when you back up a couple of seconds and you think about Ron Grubb, uh, if he stayed here, to me, now I'm a biased perspective, but I think when you think about Ron Grubb trying to build this to becoming a head coach, you would think the quickest path would be Tuscaloosa. Uh, we'll see. I know he's out on the recruiting trail this past uh, week, and he was here on campus because uh, I saw him in a photo that was shared, and I think uh, a lot of people did as well. Alabama basketball, and I, I want to dive into this because we've got Drew DeArmond coming up at 2.15. We'll talk to Barrett Salee coming up at 3.30, Martin Houston at 4. Alabama's up to number 16. They've moved up uh, well six spots in one poll and eight in the AP poll. They're up to number 16 in both of those coaches polls they've won four in a row they've won 10 out of the last 11 i'd like to remind you now media we don't normally get it right anyway we're horrible at picking if you think about it the media picking something i'm putting myself in that category we generally go the other way right who was predicted to win the sec in football georgia who won the sec the university of alabama won number 30 so we're not very good at picking, and it's just not just a one year. That's not just an outlier. Uh, I think Alabama basketball has picked six in the league, and now they're at the number one spot. Now they're going to have to hold on to it. Uh, but at this point, you think about what Nick Saban was able to do, and you think about what Nate Oates is able to do. Is this the best coaching job in the SEC? We'll ask Drew uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, or maybe in, in college basketball. It's hard to kind of compare because there's so many different teams uh, in, in major basketball. But uh, we'll ask Drew Armand. But you think about this job and you think about what Nate Oates has been able to do to elevate this job, to be able to come in, somebody that was unheard of from Buffalo. That's why we look at Greg Byrne and you think, well, coach and evaluator, pretty solid. He brought in Nate Oates and he's literally flipped the script on this basketball program. And you think about, you know, beating Mississippi State. I mean, think about the, the winning game that they've, the streak they've been on. Got hammered at Tennessee. You come back. You beat number eight Auburn. By the way, they're at number 12, so that'll be a big matchup coming up this Wednesday, 6 p.m. Then you got the LSU Bengal Tigers. That was your sixth time of scoring 100 points. You missed it by one this past Saturday. Then you go on the road. You beat LSU here. You go on the road. You take Georgia. Mississippi State comes down, and you just absolutely run them out of the gym. 99-67, a complete sweep series, sweep against the Dogs. You think about Nate Oates, and you think about what Alabama needs to do to make sure that he stays as happy as he possibly can. The thing that ties people to this community is Tuscaloosa has a way. Noah, you, you went to school at the University of Alabama. Tuscaloosa has a way of wrapping their arms around you and embracing you. And I think as a student, it you find it hard to leave. You, you find it very difficult. I think Nick Saban faced that. And some of that was because of April 27th of 2011. But if you think about Nate Oates, um, you know, these big jobs, it will continue. And until Alabama, whatever commitment they need to make, uh, you're going to have to fight these guys off, especially some of these blue blood pro programs. But if, if Nate Oates continues at this pace, if Kalen DeBoer is what we think he's going to be, step back just a couple of minutes and you think, you got football rolling in the right direction. You've got basketball rolling in the right direction. Why not? And is it simply a facility? Is it NIL money? You've got to make sure that this individual stays as happy as he possibly can. And everything that I've been told behind the scenes that Nate Oates loves it here. Matter of fact, he's, he's said it multiple times on this show. Hey, 
when you think about Tuscaloosa and what these folks stand for, it matches up with who I am personally, my background. It's a better place to raise a family. So you think about uh, someone who's a family person, uh, Nate Oates. So you think about what this Alabama basketball team has been able to do. We'll talk to Drew Arman about that. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa, Toyota, Tuscaloosa, Toyota.com, 3325 Skyland Boulevard, and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. We're going to dive into a lot of different things, National Signing Day, and a lot of news around what's next. What's next for Kalen DeBoer? He talked about implementing the offense. We're going to dive into that. Big offense to learn. They're nervous in Seattle. We're nervous in Tuscaloosa. We'll get through this together. We'll see who wins the Ryan Grubb sweepstakes. We'll talk to Drew DeArmond about that. Coming up, three minutes away, T-Town, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. This is the game on Tide 100.9-1230. WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. No one was hurt Sunday evening when a train crashed into a sedan that was stuck on railroad tracks at 32nd Street in Tuscaloosa. Police say its driver and her passengers were outside of and away from the car at the time of the collision. City leaders have broken ground on $1.8 million in upgrades to a community park in West Tuscaloosa in desperate need of TLC. And a man accused of robbing three local Dollar General stores at gunpoint in the last 45 days has been identified and arrested. To read the rest of these stories and much more, get connected. Or text DEAL to 511-511. Text DEAL to 511-511. All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. DreamlandBBQ.com. Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate, or maybe it's just that family gathering, or that small office party you can do it at either location you can also order online carry out curbside pickup delivery are now available it is dreamlandbbq.com we do our score prediction every tuesday and wednesday made possible by dreamland that wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs how about the big daddy barbecue sandwich those wings are underrated they're one of the best in town you'll find them there how about those barbecue baked potatoes absolutely either location in the running to win this friday $1,000. Just download the Bet You app right now in the App Store and sign up for an account for your shot at winning. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A clearing sky for West Alabama this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 60. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 37. The weather looks good tomorrow and Wednesday. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 62 and 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Some really good music here to start us out. 
And we welcome Nick Saban back to Tuscaloosa. I know he was scheduled to be back. Uh, don't know if the rain pushed him away. Would you trade sunny Florida to come back to Tuscaloosa? By understanding he was going to come back and help us build an ark uh, because we're going to need it. Uh, did you spend your life in a uh, this weekend in, in a canoe or a boat or did you did you start building an ark? Not, not really, not really. I thought about it, but said I was. Uh, that's why I played the song. I was watching the Grammys. That won Best Country Song last night. Did it really? Yep. Chris best Stapleton. Mm-hmm. Um, he is new country, but he sounds uh, old country. That's right. That tells me that old country is still in style. Uh, hey, what Jelly Roll do? By the way, I lo- love his story. I'm not a. I'm not a huge fan of uh, the new music, but uh, I don't know that he performed. He was up for Best New Artist. I know. Yeah, because I know he uh, he called but, uh, his mother, which is uh, pretty awesome. On and they. I don't, yeah, I don't know that he performed. That I was a, happy to see that uh, that Tracy Chapman was there. If you're familiar with her, she uh, she performed. With I Luke got Combs, a fast car. fast car song. Yeah, it's a new song. Oh no, it's an old song, but he did a recent cover of it that went really popular this past year. Okay. And so she made like uh, she doesn't come out that often and perform. But so that's what you did all weekend. You oh, prepared yeah, I for the. I, I know that is huge because seriously, Noah is a huge movie critic. I, I've got to get my friend in that's an actor from Tuscaloosa, uh, big booster of the University of well, Alabama. And this was all music stuff. So because so, so. we we go to lunch. Uh, I don't know, once every week, week and a half. And uh, I love to pick his brain about movies because I'm not a huge movie guy, but I love, like, how's it made? How's it put together? That's the part that really fascinates me. Uh, I do I do watch his movies, but uh, I, I, I'm usually, my attention is pulled in about 90 different directions. But uh, Nick Saban, back in Tuscaloosa, scheduled to be back. So I don't I don't know. I mean, like I said, but the rain may have persuaded him to stay in South Florida. I know it would have for me. Uh, Drew D. Armand, 97.7 The Zone. He was here in Tuscaloosa over the weekend. Drew D. 977 ESPN. Talking boss, 7 until 9. Hey, Drew D. Armand, how are you, my friend? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Uh, I'm doing real, Ryan. How are you? And uh, I can just tell you, uh, it was from my uh, childhood, or at least my early uh you know my, as i was turning into a teenager back in my high school days but the song that noah is referring to fast car yeah. was an outstanding song and it was an outstanding performance last night i can tell you that did you watch the grammys i did not i just saw the replay of okay. the song okay okay well at some point maybe uh noah can play it without a, uh, violating any copyrights because that's uh I think the fast car is is one of those that grabs our attention a little bit. Somebody else that's grabbing our attention um, is Nate Oates. And Drew, I want to I want to kind of just ask you, when you look at this basketball team, okay? There's nobody as diehard of a basketball fan as you are. It's not even close. I don't know anybody. Torres is up there with you, but I'm talking about Alabama. Okay? Did you think going into the month of February that this team would be ranked? 16th in the country in both the coaches poll and the AP poll at top of the SEC. When Alabama got started, and I think they were picked, what is it, six and by the media uh, preseason? Uh, Fifth or no, sixth? Yeah, I, I would have thought that this team would – I thought they were a top four or five team in the SEC. and uh, I wouldn't have thought they would be by themselves right now. I would have thought either Tennessee or Kentucky – uh, but Tennessee can't guard a lamp. Or excuse me, Kentucky can't guard a lamp post, and uh, they and they're sent uh, Wagner, their uh, DJ Wagner, their outstanding first round pick point guard is hurt, which you couldn't count on. Tennessee has been really good, like I thought they would, and they of course thumped Alabama and gave them their only conference loss. But I would have thought either Kentucky or Tennessee would have been in first, but I would have thought Alabama would have been up there in the upper part of the SEC in the top four or five, really. I thought, that, I thought 
that's where this team would be right about now. But I also would have thought that they would have won, you know, at least one more of those out-of-conference games. Uh, and and they would have beaten either, like, Creighton, Purdue, or Arizona. I thought they would win one of them. Uh, and, uh, and I thought they're in, in their out-of-conference game. And I thought they would have probably been, you know, so I thought they would have probably, uh, you know, gained another game there. Uh, I wouldn't have been surprised if they were in the latter uh, uh, part of the top 25. Uh, they're ranked a little higher than I thought they would be. But, again, I I just wasn't sure how good the team would be because of, uh, you know, uh, only having three players returning. But And Mark Sears has, you know, exceeded my expectations. I thought he'd be a really good player. He's turned into one of the best players in college basketball. And for those idiots out there in the basketball media that did not nominate him or vote him uh, for, uh, you know, up for the – uh, Jerry West Award or the Bob Cousy Award, please give yourself a lobotomy and never watch another college basketball game because you're a dumbass. <laughs> Tell us what you really think, Drew. Yep. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, Mark Sears, I, and look, I, I've watched Sears since he was an eighth grader. He played at Muscle Shoals High School. Uh, I watched him play for four years in high school before because he played, he played as an eighth grader at Muscle Shoals for Neil Barker, they got to the state championship game, uh, you know, and nearly won a state title uh, in 5A. And then, you know, he spent three more years there uh, and then ended up transferring to Hargrave Military Academy. So I always thought he was extremely underrated. He's gotten even better than I would have ever expected. Uh, He's now going to play for money. We all know that as far as he's going to be a pro. Uh, And he's uh, really uh, taken to the system of Nate Oates and been a perfect fit. Uh, you know, he was a really good player last year on an SEC championship team, uh, both regular season and tournament. And now he's one of the two best players in the SEC, along with Dalton Connect of the Vols. And if Alabama can win the Southeastern Conference, and I think it's possible, they certainly still got several and tricky road trips, including two this week. But if the Alabama Crimson Tide can find a way to win the SEC regular season, and split with the balls that I think, you know, Sears should be the SEC player of the year. Now, Connect right now would probably be the favorite. They've already whacked Alabama one time, and they will be coming to Tuscaloosa again in March. Uh, you know, but again, I think overall, when you look at it, Sears has, uh, you know, been tremendous. And this team, what's exciting to me about it is some of the young guys are starting to really come, uh, you know, into form and, um, you know, if you had told me going into the game on Saturday that Grant Nelson would get in foul trouble and only end up with two points, I would have thought this game would have been a dogfight. But Alabama scored 99, and if they had shot it well, could have scored 120 to 130. And the biggest thing that's exciting about this team is Jaron Stevenson and my guy, Mohamed Diobate, who are both coming into their own. They both scored 14 points off the bench. And I'm just telling you right now, to me, Mohamed Diobate is a, is a young Herb Jones who is going to be one of the best players in the Southeastern Conference in a couple of years. Tell me what they need to do Wednesday night to beat the Tigers uh, down in the unluckiest village in the state. Well, I mean, it's going to be an absolute, uh, you know, dog fight. Bruce Pearl's done a great job. You know, right now, Alabama and Auburn are probably the two best teams in the league, along with Tennessee. They're in the they're the top three. South Carolina would probably be number four. 
Kentucky would have to be number five. Uh, you know, but this was going to be Alabama's uh, one of their two toughest road tests of the year. Probably their uh, the toughest. Uh, certainly playing at Creighton was tough uh, on, on their home floor. That was a tough environment. But uh, Auburn is going to be a hornet's nest. They're, they're going to have to do a, a really three things really well. They're going to have to handle the basketball well and not turn it over and, and give Auburn transition opportunities. Uh, they're going to have to shoot it better than they did the other night. They're going to have to make – they're probably going to have to shoot 40-plus percent from three and make probably 12 threes. And then they're going to have to out-rebound Auburn. Because if they're out-rebounding Auburn, that means they're getting out more shot attempts. Because think about this. I mean, uh, Nate Oates made point of it in the pre- in the uh, you know post-game press conference. They didn't shoot it particularly well. They only ended up 15 of 48 from three uh, against uh, Mississippi State. But they dominated the offensive glass, and they took 83 shots. So when you think about taking 83 shots, Ryan, uh, that's a ton of shots right there. So they controlled the ball. And they weren't sloppy with it. They didn't turn it over, uh, you know, a, a whole lot. And so and they were able to get out and transition against Mississippi State. And, you know, they did a good job. Tulu Smith scored, you know, 23 points. Uh, but nobody else really went off. Rylan Griffin did a really good job on Josh Hubbard and held him to one for nine. And so that's what Alabama's going to have to do. I mean, they might even employ kind of the same strategy because, I mean, Jonai Broom killed him the last time. He's their best player. But if Jonai goes off and if you are able to stay sticky and do a great job on the rest of the guys, including, in my opinion, the most underrated player in the SEC in Jalen Williams, and they did a good job on Jalen Williams the first time, then they can beat, have a chance to beat the Auburn Tigers. But it's going to be uh, that game and the game against uh, Tennessee is probably the two toughest games Alabama has left. And that's even counting Rupp Arena because uh, Rupp will be probably the third toughest but again, right now that that Kentucky team is not playing great basketball. But I, I will say this too: that South Carolina win is looking better and better every day with how they hammered the Gamecocks with uh, with Lamont Paris probably being the front runner for Coach of the Year in the league. Drew, can you put in words what Nate Oates has been able to do in Tuscaloosa? I'll just say I, what he's been able to do is. It's two words for me. Perfect fit. Um, I think, I know he doesn't have the same background. Whip Sanderson grew up in Alabama. He's a UNA grad. He was an assistant coach at Alabama. He came up through, so he understood, uh, you know, the Alabama program, where it stood, how important it was to beat Auburn. He understood everything to the core. But to me, NATO has been the perfect fit because, first of all, he's, he, he understood, you know, how important football was when he got here, and he embraced that, and he embraced uh, learning from Nick Saban because he is he's a very learned guy from the standpoint of he studied other coaches in other sports, and he had studied Nick Saban quite a bit. Uh, he came from the Tom Izzo coaching tree in a, in a way because he was a big-time fan of his and studied the way he ran his program at Michigan State and They'll tell you he went to hundreds of his practices, and uh, uh, you know, and, and Tom let him come to shoot arounds, and you know, and the team hotel and be around their program. So he understood what toughness meant, uh, and uh, you know, I, I just think it, it, for for Alabama, he's the perfect fit because he is a tough guy. Who, and, and again, if you if you coach basketball at Alabama, to me, you have to have a swagger to you. Uh, 
Uh, you have to understand that football is king, but you also have to coach with an edge, and he does. He, I, you know, I like the fact that he, he gets popped with technicals a lot because he stands up to the officials, and the officials in the SEC aren't the greatest that you've ever seen, and you have to stand Are up you serious? Are you serious about the officials? I thought they were the top. Uh I mean, you know, and they're not really SEC. They're college basketball. Sure, players. right, right. But you have to send a message that your program is going to be respected. And, and, you know, and I just think overall, with his style of coaching, his style of basketball, you've got to play fast. You've got to – you know, Wimp Sanderson was a great showman. He he he, uh, he turned the Platt and Parquet into uh, something that was able – Alabama basketball found its niche. And he did a great job in – the most underrated part of Coach Sanderson, people don't talk about, is he was an outstanding recruiter, uh, and he had he had recruited a lot of great players for CM Duke. So he understood the importance of recruiting. And Alabama, at one time, when he had it rolling in the early nineties, had the second most active NBA players behind the, behind North Carolina. Most young fans don't even they don't that doesn't even factor in their thinking. They wouldn't even know that that at one time Alabama uh, had produced the second most pros. Nate Oates has opened that back up. I know Avery Johnson got Colin Sexton here, but since Nate Oates has come back, Alabama has become a destination for recruits and for turning out pros. They've, and now with you know, the success of Brandon Miller and the, kind of all the rookie deal he's having with Colin Sexton's career, and then you've got the Noah Clownies of the world that are doing well. And you've got some other guys like, you know, that are uh, – that uh, are. Uh, it, it, in the G League, though, but I think are doing, uh, you know, a heck of a job that I think are still going to be pros. I think when you look at it and you look at his recruiting and the way he's recruited at Alabama since he's got there, they're doing an amazing job. I mean, he, and especially with if you, if you, when you factor in it that he lost his entire coaching staff, you know, by the end of his, uh, uh, you know, uh, fourth year in Tuscaloosa. When you lose a stalwart like Antoine Petway, who is a great player, uh, and an overachiever uh, on the court for Alabama, but then had spent nearly his entire career in Tuscaloosa, recruited a lot of great players, helped keep control of the state of Alabama. He gets finally his shot. Very proud for him at Kennesaw State. I mean, you lose Charlie Henry to, to uh, Georgia Southern, and you lose Hodgson to Arkansas State. And then he brings in an entire new staff, and they've still signed a top-10 recruiting class, which isn't finished. And then you turn around, and two of them are McDonald's All-Americans. And then he's done as well as he's done in the transfer portal. It just shows you that he's an elite coach. But And I also give Greg Byrne a lot of credit because he's already had three extensions and or new contracts in Tuscaloosa. They have taken care of him at around every turn. And I think if you know that the administration is completely committed to you and your sport, uh, that's, what, that's huge. And I just think right now, this is the, the greatest golden era of Alabama – uh, basketball and basketball in our state because when you look at what Alabama's doing, when you look at what Bruce Pearl is doing, it's arguable and really maybe not even arguable. It should be. Alabama, uh, you know, is in Auburn is going to be the top game in the country on Wednesday. In the country. It used to just be for the state. Everybody was excited about it, but it didn't make a lot of noise nationally. It will be making a ton of noise, uh, you know, on Wednesday in that environment in Neville Arena because of what they're both doing and feeding off each other. And I know you respect Travis Ryer a lot. Travis will freely admit to you that he is an ACC snob he back is. in the day. And, and, you know, the Dukes and the Carolinas. And everybody knows what I think of the Duke program. Today, Travis Ryer said on Talking Ball, 
if you gave him a choice, could he attend the Alabama-Auburn basketball game or Duke and Carolina, he would choose Alabama-Auburn. I did radio with uh, Travis Ryer. Matter of fact, uh, he gave us this name, The Game, him and Brent Beard. We borrowed it from them. We haven't given it back. But uh, I used to have to listen to him talk a lot of ACC basketball for uh, many, many years. Drew, let's shift just a couple of minutes here for for just a a reaction. Um, I hung up the phone right before I came on the air because I wanted somewhat of an update about Ryan Grubb. I wanted to, to see exactly what they're thinking. They think they have a shot at bringing Ryan Grubb to the NFL via the Seattle Seahawks. Now, it's went radio silent out there. Uh, the people that, um, you know, have a no with Ryan Grubb says that uh, he has not responded one way or the other. Uh, you're lean. What do you think? I haven't heard any, any uh, indication that he's yeah, Other than what I just told you. Been, yeah, that he's been interviewed or, uh, is, uh, you know, uh, or even have been contacted and offered the job. So, I just know he's been out recruiting for the University of Alabama. Uh, certainly his name has been mentioned by Pro Football Talk and other outlets, but I know they just hired, uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh's son as the, uh, uh, you know, as their special teams coach today. Uh, they've been filling out their coaching staff. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, you know, I, 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 if they do, you know, hire Ryan Grubb, I mean, certainly it's a blow, but I'm sure that in his mind, uh, Kalen DeBoer has already got the next move he would make. Uh, I've, I've told people repeatedly it's about the head coach, not about the assistant. Nick Saban was always the CEO and head coach and the man for Alabama football, and losing assistant coaches never affected him. Uh, even with even when he uh, in his last uh, you know five, four to five six years, when we've talked about his defensive staff wasn't up to snuff. Maybe from the from 2007 through 2000. 17, the first day, the two thirds of his career, that Alabama still is in the college football playoff and was one play away from playing for the national title and, in my opinion, winning it over Washington and Kalen DeBoer in the national championship game. So, uh, Kalen DeBoer, he's already put together a great staff. I mean, the off field staff and organization he's put together, led by Courtney Morgan and Aaron Hodges and these people uh, that are going to handle recruiting, I think is first rate. Uh, and it's Tavia Sanders, no doubt about it. So if, if you know, Ryan Grubb leaves, then I think Alabama's going to be fine. But, again, I have not heard, uh, you know, either way, or, and really in, in the last two days, anything definitive that, you know, that he's, uh, you know, up, up there as far as uh, in the pecking order of candidates for Seattle. So until he interviews or is offered a job, you would expect, expect him to be in Tuscaloosa. And this is a, a big week, too, because, I know they're having their signing day celebration. They're going to sign three players uh, at least on Wednesday, it looks like, uh, and, uh, and, and Ryan Williams to announce today that he will sign on Wednesday. Uh, and then QB Reese, the uh, linebacker out of Ramsey High School, whose father – and those top two guys, both their, their fathers both played at Auburn. Uh, so what does that say about Auburn? I mean, I know we look at it from an Alabama perspective, but I mean, they couldn't even get Ryan Williams to an official visit uh, when just you know three weeks ago when Nick Saban resigned, they thought they were going to land him. Uh, they didn't even get him on campus for an official visit. What does that say about the Tigers and Hugh Freeze? I know they want to take this victory lap about recruiting, but uh, maybe from an outsider looking in, it doesn't seem as as uh, promising. Well, I mean, I, I'll just say this: the late great Terry Beasley, and may he rest in peace. He's still really Auburn's all-time leading receiver in nearly every category, and he played 50 years ago. So Auburn has not 
you know, been a bastion of uh, turning out wide receivers lately. Certainly, Hugh Freeze is trying to change that. And with uh, QB Reese, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, you know, he's a little undersized. He, he, he uh, in some ways, he doesn't, uh, he, he, he doesn't, uh, you know, pass the muster when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, the, the size and and, uh, and all the measurable kind of things. When you watch the film, he makes a ton of tackles. Uh, I remember another guy like that, Nico Ryan, who ended up being a great player. And, and let's just be honest. I mean, uh, certainly uh, we've seen it happen before. Uh, Lamar Rogers' uh, brother Michael went to all- Alabama after Lamar went to Auburn. We've seen it happen where you know families were split, where they didn't go. For Sean Evans, uh, his father Alan Evans played at Auburn for a short time before transferring to the University of Tennessee Chattanooga. So it's not the first time this has happened. I just think it, uh, it's uh, it's a credit to Nick Saban first and foremost because they built the relationships with those two young men. But it says a lot about Taylor DeBoer and his staff that. They were able to keep both those guys aboard, especially Ryan Williams, who I was told by uh, a uh, media member that, uh, you know, in Mobile this morning on my show, Corey LeBounty. Corey LeBounty thinks that, uh, you know, Ryan Williams is the most electric playmaker he's ever seen in the history of uh, the state of Alabama. He even even, uh, categorized Ryan Williams ahead of the great David Palmer. And everybody knows that I think David Palmer is pound for pound the the great, the, the best football player I've ever witnessed, been on an Alabama uniform. He feels like Ryan Williams is a special player, and when he and when he puts it into perspective in this way, where you know Ryan Williams is a trailblazer, he's the first back-to-back winner of Mister Football ever in the history of the state of Alabama. And if he'd have came back, he'd probably went three in a row. Yeah, and think about this: he won it as a sophomore and won a state championship when he was 15 years old, and then this year when he was 16, just able to drive a car. He led them to a runner-up finish to Jalen and Bockway and Clay Chalkville. And then now he's not going to turn 17 until uh, February 9th in just a few days. So he's not even 17 years old, and he's already got two, uh, you know, Mr. Football Awards and a state championship. And just and if you look at his numbers, they're just mind-boggling. So this win for, uh, you know, for Coach DeBoer is huge. Uh, no question about it. Uh, I think it shows that, He's, he, he and his staff are going to be able to recruit in this state. And if you're Ryan Grubb, you got to think about that uh, with your future because if you stay with DeBoer, who you've been with your entire career, I think you're going to be a head coach sooner rather than it's later. Probably it's quicker. probably quicker. It's probably quicker to stay in Tuscaloosa. I mean, we know the NFL. I mean, it, it, they'll chew you up and spit you out in a, in a hurry. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. I, I think his path to a head coaching job could be within two years working for Kalen DeBoer if they continue their upward uh, trajectory and do at Alabama what they did at Washington. So it'll be interesting few days to see uh, how this all works out. But hopefully uh, by Wednesday, uh, maybe uh, with this, this signing day event and this coaching staff, you know, being in front of a lot of supporters for Alabama, they'll be able to announce this coaching staff and, and uh, get and kind of calm everybody's nerves a little bit. Hey, Drew, final thing. Um, I want to take you to Athens, Georgia. Actually, I want to take you to Buffalo, New York. James Cook, former Georgia running back, says Alabama only got in the playoff because the college football committee knew Nick Saban was retiring. If Nick Saban did not know that he was retiring, how did they know? They're 2-9, and nine, Ryan. That's what losers say. Okay, that's a perfect answer.
Drew D. 977 ESPN. Drew D. 977 ESPN. Talking ball, 7 until 9. Scott Tyson and Drew D. Armand every morning there in the Rocket City. Drew, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. You're welcome, Ryan. Always enjoy being on it. Hopefully they got a 10th ass whooping coming in September. <laughs> that would be nice. Thanks, man. Have a great day. Uh, Drew Arman, 97.7 The Zone. We appreciate the conversation there. Let me remind you about Daniel Moore. The legacy continues. This one is flying off of the shelf. Now, the Nick Saban print that you can find at DanielMoreArt.com, it's gone. All they've got is many prints left. I think they do have a couple of art canvases that are the artist canvas, the super, uh, well, not super pricey, but it's limited. Uh, those are still available, but the large Nick Saban prints, they're gone. They're literally gone. And, and what happened is Nick Saban retired, and they all got soaked up. So the legacy continues, which is so much of that Nick Saban dynasty. And you can see that at DanielMoreArt.com. DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game, significant discount. The game, significant discount uh, on all of their products, not just Legacy Continues, but if you're thinking about buying a mini print of the Nick Saban, whether it's the Heisman, which is the four Heisman winners in the Nick Saban era, you can have a significant discount. And you ask, where did you hear about it? We ask that you say, hey, we heard about it in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler, DanielMoreArt.com, DanielMoreArt.com. We greatly appreciate those guys for being a part of our show. We'll come back. I want to go back to this Georgia thing. I know Drew not all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The pharmacy at Midtown, TJ Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs. The retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions. In fishing, Stacy Perkins, Modern Woodmen of America, and Riverside Feed and Seed. When you're shot at thousands of dollars in cash and prizes with the Big Old Buck Hunting Contest. Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food, right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastor's kitchen mexican food also find the food truck and we are also now serving breakfast at pastor's kitchen mexican food stop by the mcfarland boulevard location you can also find him in Northside pastor's kitchen mexican food with pastor garcia follow the crimson tide on their journey to another national championship home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. there with Drew, so we're going to have to make that up here. We're going to come back, and I know Paul and Lincoln's going to be the first caller out of the gate. They tried to recruit him. He said no. It's kind of like uh, Ryan Williams asking, uh, Auburn asking Ryan Williams to come on campus. He said no. No, I mean, he probably passed right through Knoxville. But I want to go back to James Cook because he, he made this comment, and it almost gives us an understanding of where Georgia fans are. I mean, Alabama have, they, they broke them down psychologically. You listen to James Cook, former running back at UGA, now playing in the National Football League. He comes back and he says, um, you know, we were supposed to be in the playoff. 
Well, there was one problem, though. And this is where college football playoffs is going to go because I think it puts a lot of pressure on winning, which the last time I checked was very important. Uh, he said, I don't think they, he's talking about the committee, wanted us to sit, wanted to see us, Georgia, go back to back. That's via USA Today. But the comment that he comes back and makes is he said that uh, Alabama, we're going we're gonna to listen to that audio at some point today because it's, it's one of those that you go back and you kind of listen, you're going, hold on a minute. You crazy? Are, are you, did you go off the cuckoo's nest? I mean, because that's what it kind of sounds like. Uh, but maybe it gives us an understanding of the dog's mentality. The Wharf, if you're looking for a new pair of boots, you could have probably needed some uh, waterproof boots up to your knees yesterday. Uh, and by the way, how about Coker, Alabama? And when Tommy and Romulus calls in, I got some smack talk to do here. Did you guys see where Coker led the entire state in rain yesterday? Not Troy, not Chelsea, not Hueytown, not Montgomery, not Tuscaloosa, not Dothan, not Trustville, not Greenville, not Eufaula, not Muscle Shoals, not Birmingham. That's right, Coker, Alabama. I don't see Romulus on here in the top 10, but they could be. Over 2 and 2.40, so uh, almost 2.5 inches of rain out in Coker, Alabama, according to our meteorologist, James Spann. So uh, 2 plus or uh, 2.40 almost two and a half inches of rain. So, uh, wow. I know it was a couple times that I thought about, uh, you know, going out and beginning to build that arc. Uh, we'll talk more about that, but we'll dive into it. Let me ask you about Alabama basketball. When you think about the question that I asked Trudy Arman, the question of follow-up of that is how do you keep NATO happy? How do you make sure? And we're not, I mean, we're becoming, and I still don't say a blue blood, uh, where we were at under Anthony Grant and where we were at under Avery Johnson and even before, you think about where we're at now, and I know Mark Godfrey had the run in the uh, early 2000s, went to the Elite Eight, but you think about what Nate Oates has been able to do. You almost have to pinch yourself a little bit. And anytime you got that script A, you want to win. And Nate Oates is winning at a high level. Uh, we were talking about where they were picked at and where they're at right now got to take down the bugs. We'll talk more about that. We'll Let's get five quarts of Castrol Edge or Edge High Mileage Full Synthetic and an oil filter for $36.99. Only at AutoZone. Claim based on Sequence 3H test versus API SB test limits. DanielMoreArt.com. As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms, Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26, Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask. It's away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner too. Birmingham Racecourse Casino, off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. It's the longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 
get me right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa. We are kind of mixing in a lot of different things. We're talking about National Signing Day upcoming, but this guy was trying to be recruited by the Tennessee Volunteers. He told them, blank, no. Paul and Lincoln, good afternoon. All fresh off his official visit to the Great Smoky Mountains. Paul, I hope all is well. Hope you had a great time. Uh, I did, Ryan. I did. Um, did not go through Knoxville. Uh, actually, I, I, I try to avoid Knoxville unless I'm going to a game up there. Smart man. Uh, yeah, actually, got off at the exit 81, go through uh, Lenore City, the back way through Townsend, uh, uh, Maryville, Townsend, come up through Weirs Valley. That's kind of that's the route we go. But okay. uh, pick, Ryan, picture in your mind when you when you picture in your mind a Tennessee fan. What what do you see? Just just picture that. All in right. Your mind. So you you got to I got to be careful with this, Paul, because my <laughs> wife's family. She was not, but my wife's family lives there in in Weirs Valley. Uh, they are oh, big okay. Tennessee fans. So I got to be careful with this one. But I'll just take a calculated risk and say. You know, kind of like just a hillbilly, right? Um, no shoes, yeah. three or four teeth, a bowl of grits, a glass of moonshine. Hell on out of here! You know what I mean? Kind of like that. I mean, you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, just yeah. That that's my image. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the, you're, 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 they were everywhere. Uh, that's not my relatives now. I just want to I want to point that out. But uh, that that image that you just painted for the audience, they were everywhere. Were they yeah, celebrating you, I mean, Nick Saban's retirement, or? Well, um, they. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that they, they're glad that he's gone. They're glad that he's gone because deep down inside, Ryan, they they know they know who Daddy is and was. Um, let's just say that they're glad. Um, they they believe their nightmare is over. Brian, they believe it, but you, you know you can see them a mile away. They 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 wear that puke orange. You know I don't know what shade of orange it is, but it's it's just it's just ugly. But you can't help. It's it's like you, you, it's just like you pass a wreck on the on the on the interstate. You can't you got to stop and look. And it's the same way with those clowns. <laughs> you, it, it, it it hurts your eyes looking at looking at this, especially walking up and down Gatlinburg. It's it's amazing. It's amazing um, um, that that crew up there. But no, they did not recruit me. I uh, uh, you know I wouldn't. But even... I mean, were you wearing an Alabama shirt, Paul? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now I wore my my Rose Bowl. It, now it, it wasn't cold, cold, but it was it was enough to wear. But I mean, what light. what what was the like most common thing that those Tennessee hillbillies said to you? Uh, well, you know, they, they just, uh, they, they, they would, they would kind of check you out when you walk by. Oh, okay. Know? Okay. Like turn yeah. their head. Like, yeah, they would, they would, yeah, I would have a, I had my Rose Bowl, um, Bama, Michigan pullover. Uh, and, uh, you know, they would, uh, they, they'd give you the stink eye, put it that way. Okay. They'd give you the stink eye. Well, good. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, as long as because I mean, I, I was up there during a time where they were beating our brains out, so they didn't uh, they didn't really give us that. I mean, they'd look you straight in the face, and you know, now they're not really not so much. I mean, sixteen out right. of seventeen I mean, years, we've kind of given them some. Sixteen out of pie. seventeen years, exactly. You go up there, and, and you know, 
you you just you know kiss the ring. You know, I mean, what what else can they do? I mean, you know, they got to bow down. I mean, uh, let's let's be real. Let's be real. But uh, Ryan, um, speaking, I'm I'm going to go a couple places here. Speaking of Ryan Williams, Ryan, is there is there is there any way to keep him off the field this fall? No, I don't believe so. No, I, I, I I believe this. I believe I believe this kid is is well worth the the hype uh you know i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of cautious and measured you know with these kids that are coming out of high school you know I'm, they get all these accolades and and all the print but ryan this kid here he he is uh he seems to be the real deal and i, I see no way to keep this kid off the field um he'll he'll be here three years at the most and uh but this this kid has. But as much all... as we celebrate it, I think it's a failure. If I was an Auburn fan, and I'm not, thank the Lord, uh, my dad wouldn't allow me to do that. But if I thank wasn't, you, Jesus. yes, Lord, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might have a Holy Ghost moment here in just a second. But oh man! But when you, I'll join you. Yeah, when, when you when you think about it, though, if you're sitting there, and I know they want to put out these little Twitter graphics and number one oh. first year coach and all this baloney. They couldn't even get this young man on campus as an, for an it's, official it's, visit. It's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. This bunch, exactly. They couldn't even get the kid. And the the minute that that Coach Saban announced his retirement, Ryan Williams was all Auburn in their mind. He was all Auburn. I mean, it it it, it was it was a done deal. Uh. Ryan, there is a there is a love affair this building with a certain columnist in Birmingham, Alabama, and Hugh Hefner Freeze. Oh, really? I who, mean, who, I have. Who would that be? Hey, Paul, will you hold on uh, after the break? Because Noah just gave me yeah. the bird um, just a second ago. Oh, did he? Yeah, and and wow. he said well, he said I was already a minute late, and I said, well, just give it. Let Paul finish his thought, and he just, I mean, he actually just gave me the double bird. Uh, let me let me hold you because I want want you to finish yeah, your thought right. if you don't mind, Paul. Let's break here. We'll come back in sixty seconds. Tide one hundred point nine twelve thirty WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W two six five CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square Media Station. Tide one hundred point nine and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. In the NBA, Kyrie Irving, who's been dealing with a thumb injury, and Luka Doncic, who's been dealing with an ankle injury, have both been upgraded to available for today's game against the Philadelphia 76ers. It will only be the 23rd time out of 50 games that the Mavs star duo has played together this season. In Major League Baseball, shortstop Bobby Wood Jr. and the Kansas City Royals are in agreement on an 11-year, $288.7 million contract extension. This is the largest contract in franchise history. It is Super Bowl week, and according to multiple reports, the 49ers are concerned about the condition of their practice field at UNLV after natural grass was laid down over artificial turf. The reports are saying that they think it's too soft. Call 205-339-7361 or stop by and see Rodney Johnson at B&B Sports at 1600 Lurleen Wallace Boulevard in Northport. Northport Power Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, 
you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A clearing sky for West Alabama this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 60. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 37. The weather looks good tomorrow and Wednesday. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 62 and 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. website tide109.com tide109.com i saw this just a couple of seconds ago that uh vinnie sinceri is probably headed to uw and in a small world right vinnie sinceri a safety here played his high school football at least one year i know he played north carolina as well but uh was a dynamic football player uh and a guy that we featured probably the only guest that we've ever done this with but he wanted to get in radio he wanted to get in radio and he said uh ryan i want you to help me get in radio and i said you were put on this earth for one thing, and that was to be a coach. Your dad's a coach. Your brother's a coach. He said, yeah, my parents gave me one year. I want to try this radio thing out. I said, okay. He said, can you feature me twice? I said, okay. Yeah, sure. We did on Monday. We'd recap the games. Friday, we'd preview the games. We did it every every week, twice a week. Midway through the season, he called me and said, uh, you know, Coach Saban wants me to come and be a part of the staff. I said, I knew that. I mean, you were meant to be a coach. So uh, I know the, uh, the buzz out of Seattle, and I don't think anything is officially there, but uh, Vinny Sinceri uh, coming out of the pro ranks and going uh, to be out there with um, – oh, no, I'm sorry. He's, he's going to stay, not at UW, but uh, going to be a part of the Seattle Seahawks. I'm tying all that together. But uh, you can read more about it, Tide109.com. But Vinny uh, Sinceri. And uh, let's go to Paul in Lincoln. Paul, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I know the flow was going good. No, that's okay, man. No, there's a, there's a, uh, like I said, there is a bromance that is, that is building between, uh, this, the columnist that we love to hate out of Birmingham and, and Hugh Hefner. And, uh, um, uh, he, he, he's basically equating, is that the right word or paralleling coach Saban, his first year at Alabama. And then what he what he went on starting in 08, the run that he that he had, he's trying to equate that into Hugh Hefner Freeze's first year down in Bookville. You have got and to be kidding! I did not I realize that you, that's what oh, they were oh, yeah. attempting to do. Exactly, and and he's basically warning 
Georgia and, and Alabama that uh, there's a there's a freeze warning ahead. Get ready. Uh, the way that this uh, this clown can recruit, uh, it's just a matter of time. And it, it's 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 sickening. It's really sickening to see how 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 this clown is fawning over that fraud, that human trafficker, that 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 pedophile down in Lee County. I mean, he's absolutely fawning over this clown. And um, it's just uh, it's just pathetic, but you know what do you expect? Um, well, I, I did see the graphic, and I went one year. They're really going to take a victory lap. Where do they finish at? Uh, eighth in the league, sixth in the league in recruiting. Eighth, uh, eighth? Yeah, eighth, eighth overall, I think it was uh, sixth, sixth in the conference. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, and go yeah. Tigers. Yeah. Uh, sound like you're on a fast pace. I mean, world well, better watch well, out. Oh, well, eagle. <laughs> Bless him. I hate him. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. Uh, what do you uh, see when you see an Auburn fan? Tell me, Ryan, please. You kick him. What do you see one that just oh, had a oh, loop? Oh, you, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, 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 yeah, absolutely. You kick him. You kick him hard. You, kick, you don't stop kicking him, Ryan. You don't stop. You don't stop. I mean, you start caving ribs in eventually, you know? Yeah, man. So, uh, well, and hopefully we can, Nate Oates. Um, Paul, let me ask you, and, and, and I'm going to get to some more calls here, uh, J-Rob and J-R, right after you. But when you look at Nate Oates, um, how much has he created the excitement around Alabama basketball, in your opinion? Because it, it's... He, he's brought the excitement back. I mean, he's... We were listen, assistantly I, not, before he, he arrived here. Exactly. I was, I'm certainly not a uh, a basketball freak like I am with football, but, uh, he is, uh, he's, he's actually stopped me in my tracks and I've actually watched, started watching Alabama basketball. And I, I know there are, there, there are diehard fans, uh, Alabama basketball fans. I mean, what, what does that mean for these guys? I mean, he has absolutely, uh, uh, brought Alabama from the brink. I mean, and now look at, listen, if, if, if there, if, if an, a new arena is not in the works, because um, you know you hear different things, um, if it's not you know going to be anytime soon, but you you've, you still got to lock him up. You've got to you know pay make him the highest paid uh, highest paid uh, coach in the league. You know, uh, look what look what this guy has single handedly done with that basketball program. Yeah, I Good mean point. it's exciting. It really, I mean, it, you know, it's brought pride back to the program. Um, and I'm telling you, if he goes down to, if he goes to Lee County Wednesday night and beats the Sweat Hog again, mm. I'm telling you, that would put make him seven and three. He's six and three right now against the Sweat Hog. Well, um, and, and I'll just, I'll leave you with this, Paul. I like the way Noto stresses. Yeah, I do. Because you you mentioned Bruce Pearl, and that was the first thing that comes to mind. It looks like uh, you know he he got the polo out of the souvenir shop upstairs, and uh, that's where he's going. So uh, I, I, I like uh, the professional look. Uh, so right, right, and and, and I don't know anything about style, but uh, I can appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. Roll tight, buddy. Right back to you. Let's continue, and we'll go to J. Rob Montgomery. Then we'll go to J. R. Uh, J. Rob Montgomery. J. R. Uh, sorry, J. Rob. Good afternoon. You're in the game. Jay. Hello and roll tide, Ryan Fowler. Roll tide. How are you, Jay Rob? 
I'm good. I didn't know which one you were going to. You well, I, I'm, I'm looking at JR and I'm looking at J Rob, and they look very similar up on the screen here. So I matched the wrong. The well, I, I matched the right button. You're you were two minutes in front of JR. JR's uh, right after right after you. All right, man. You, you were talking about the weather this weekend, and I, it seemed like to me that we got more than two and a half inches. I mean, it was it was coming down all all Saturday night and. All day Sunday and all the way till Sunday night, and it didn't stop. So I I don't see how we didn't get more. Yeah, it, it was it was it was ugly. Well, and, I, and if Nick Saban was scheduled to come back, uh, I don't, I don't know if he made it back to town. I know he's scheduled to be back on the fifth. Uh, if he traded sunny Florida for what we did yesterday. <laughs> He might just say, "I'm moving to Florida." Screw this. Yeah, I mean, it, I am not, I'm not coming back to this. It was a mess. It. it Nasty, nasty weather, and I, I think we got more rain coming back. Why can we not rain during the week and not, uh, you know, give us our weekend? Just a pattern, man. Just a pattern set up. It gets set up like that, and it does it week after week after week. But uh, it's probably something you you would probably rather be out in a in a field somewhere chasing rabbits or something, man. You you were that's your your kind of weather for that, isn't it? Yeah, but I couldn't do anything yesterday unless I had a canoe. Uh, I mean, well, I, and I was so confident that I was going to be able to get out on Sunday. Uh, I did go out on Saturday, but I, I came back. I left the four-wheeler up on the trailer, and I said, I'm not going to unload anything. I left uh, my deer rifle uh, in the in the truck, and I said, uh, it'll be quick. I'll be, boom, I'll, I'll find a little, you know, daylight, and I'll, nope, wasn't nothing. It was... Bam. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> I mean, I barely could even get outside to go let the four-wheeler off the trailer last night because I had to do it uh, before today. But, uh, yeah, it's it was crazy, uh, the, the amount of rain that we had. But uh, we're filling that's, up the water that's, table. That's a good thing. All right, getting back to the subject at hand. You know, Coach Oaks has come to Alabama and brought basketball back to the University of Alabama and made it more, made it relevant again because it hadn't been relevant. I can't even remember the last time it was relevant. I, you, who was the last coach that brought had us relevant? Mark? Mark Godfrey in the early 2000s took us to an Elite Eight, had some good success, but um, I don't have to remind people how it ended. Well, yeah, but he 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 had us relevant. I mean, we we were relevant. No, we were. Yeah, we were. I mean, we we had some but, solid teams. I mean, with uh, you know, Rock Grizzard, Terrence Mead, Irwin Dudley, which is part of the staff now, Kenny Walker had a lot of good players. But you know, Coach Oates, he ain't afraid to stick up for his players, himself, or in the university. And that's what I like about it. And he he is not afraid to go anywhere and get any player. And He's 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 humid. I'm humid. He has a lot of humility. He does. Say. He does. Well, and and, and Jay Rob, I think he's tied to this community, and I think that's going to hopefully pay dividends. What well, it already has, but I think it it will continue. Um, I hope so too. I hope so too. We need, we need to take care of him before he has to be taken care of. That that's what I think we we're going to have to do to uh, to keep him here. Uh, you know. He likes it here. He said he likes it here. He said he likes the area, likes the food. From what I, you know, the interviews and stuff that I've heard. So, and he, you know, he's more, uh, 
he's more disposable for the uh, media, isn't he, than, than a lot of these big-time coaches? Oh, no, 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 no. He's very, very, very media-friendly. Very. Uh, That's what I and I think you That's can see that, you know, when you, you think about Nate Oates and the Nick Saban blueprint, and I, I know that Nick Saban taught us, you know, we've always been able to recruit at a high level, but the catalyst for the Nick Saban system is going to the living room. And that's where Nate Oates has been able to win. I mean, look at the signing classes. He's already said, you know, program marks for some of the highest rated recruiting classes in the history of our program. Uh, He did set the mark. And he continues to uh, recruit at a high level. And he refuses to hear the word no. Not afraid to go anywhere and play. Not afraid to go anywhere and get a guy. I mean, if he goes to Canada, Ontario, and gets guys. I mean... How many coaches have done that at Alabama? You know, I'm not. I, I'm not sure uh, if any coach has ever done that before. Well, you know, uh, John Mechie, but he uh, he was one of Coach Saban got him. I guess he came by way of somewhere, didn't he? Wasn't he? Didn't they know about him before he went up there with his family or something? Um, uh, say it one more time. John Mechie, John Mechie the third. Did wasn't he playing football in America and then? His family moved to uh, uh, Canada, and then he. he I've heard the story, then. but it, it for some reason it, it kind of escapes me. I, I don't remember um, I, something. Yeah, he was in Maryland, and I'm not sure yeah, if it something was something like that. And there was a tie. I'm not sure where the where's. But it, it does. But, it does sound. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna go look that up. I'm gonna have to look it up during the break because I, I don't recall. But I, 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 I mean, think you're I spot on. Yeah. But anyhow, Coach, uh, we got a we got a good chance to go down to uh, uh, the Booger Eaters this weekend. I mean, this week Wednesday night at six o'clock, and still one. We got we got find a way to stop Broom and Williams. If we can stop them two guys, I think we can have enough defense on the on the outside to stop their shooters. But they're going to shoot a lot better than they did. Uh, here, because you know it's, it's it's their gym. I mean, it's their rims. They know they know how to shoot there. So we we we're gonna have to shoot well. Stop room. Stop now, Williams. You know they used to call their football facility because I'm old enough to remember when they called it the jungle for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, they did. Now they're when, now they're calling was, their Coliseum uh, the jungle. So they I guess Arena. That's all I hear. Well, I mean, I think they they make references to called the I jungle. I didn't know it was Neville Arena until here recently, but they are crazy there. I know that it's loud because it's smaller. It's, it's small, many, yeah. but everybody's so so close to the the floor and everything, and they and they come and they pack it out. So we're gonna have to we're just gonna have to block that stuff out and play play our play our game. And if we go down there and beat those guys um, and continue this oh, four game. It'll be, it'll be, you know. And the only reason uh, we brought up the Tigers is when Ron Williams signs with Alabama on Wednesday morning, what a failure. It'll be another cancellation to a toilet paper party, man. That's what it'll be. Because, I mean, they they thought that he he was headed that way. I mean, they thought they realistically uh, had a shot. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, you know, he had been there six times to visit. And, you know, when Coach Saban quit, uh, retired, he didn't quit, he didn't get fired, he retired. When he retired, uh, he didn't know what to do. In his mind, his idol that he wanted to play for had left. So he, he 
he just set a um, uh, big meeting. But then when he met Coach DeBoer, he met the staff, saw what kind of offense is going to be running. I think he, I think that's what changes. I know what changed his mind, like he, like he said in his interview with you, that when they all accepted his family and his siblings, that's what did it for him. And that's, that's, that, was, uh, that was all Coach DeBoer and his staff. I'll take you to Buffalo, J-Rob. Um, James Cook making the comment, former Georgia player. The only reason Alabama got in the playoffs is because they knew Nick Saban was going to retire. How did they know if Nick Saban didn't know? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how he knew how, how they knew that. And I, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how the Georgia would get in above them after they got their ass kicked by Alabama. That's the, how, how. How did they get in? How would that happen? <laughs> Great point. I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm going to get over here. Thanks, so Jay Rob. You have a great day and roll time. Right friend. back to you. We'll come back. We'll take JR and Coker, by the way. He's representing two and a half inches of rain. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. No one was hurt Sunday evening when a train crashed into a sedan that was stuck on railroad tracks at 32nd Street in Tuscaloosa. Police say its driver and her passengers were outside of and away from the car at the time of the collision. City leaders have broken ground on $1.8 million in upgrades to a community park in West Tuscaloosa in desperate need of TLC. And a man accused of robbing three local Dollar General stores at gunpoint in the last 45 days has been identified and arrested. To read the rest of these stories and much more, get an updated COVID-19 shot designed to help protect against recent variants. Learn about a vaccine option and book your COVID-19 shot on ScheduleCovidVax.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A clearing sky for West Alabama this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 60. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 37. The weather looks good tomorrow and Wednesday. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 62 and 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Coker, Alabama, then we're going to Barrett Salee. JR, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Yeah, it's all right. We had a lot of rain yesterday. It rained so much, it was raining cats and dogs. Did you see them? I went, out, I went outside and I stepped in a poodle. <laughs> JR, that's really, really good. I like that. Um, that <laughs> that's solid. Uh, never heard that one. Well, it's, it's an old joke, yeah. I've, I've, not, I've been saying that for about 30 years. Anyway, yeah, it was raining hard. Yeah. Sure. According to uh, James Spann, our meteorologist, Coker finished number two one in the state, um, almost two and a half yeah. inches. Yeah, almost. Well, probably there were the areas that did get two and a half around here. That was the average, two and a half. I mean, 2.4. But anyway, um, I don't have much time. You haven't squeezed You're me fine. You're again. fine. Stretch your legs. We're okay. Okay. I, I just want to talk more about the um, 
the efforts to try to, uh, well, the realignment of the uh, conferences and how that's going to affect the NIL and the portal, how do you feel like, will it help uh, resolve some of the, the bad parts about it? I mean, where it's kind of like um, corrupted, to my point, it came to the... Uh, uh, it's kind of okay. NIL, yeah, you're you're kind of were, a you're a step ahead of me. Um, I noticed last night the SEC and the Big Ten express uh, in some comments that mm-hmm. this could really do college football in. What the, the NIL? Yeah, it's, it's the way I understood it, um, and that's yeah, one exactly. of the things we're going to talk about. Well, is I, if you had if you hadn't heard me, I said that two years ago. They're going to ruin college football. I remember a lot of people saying it, said, and you, you may have been one of those that, that did. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, doubting you by yeah. no means, but it's, you know, Ross Dellinger's article. Um, I mean, they express the commitment to, you know, college football playoff. And they also talked about the NIL. And you saw this partnership trying to get together on the same page. It, it just, mm-hmm. it's chaos. It is, and I'm just hoping they resolve some of it somehow because it, it's just like it's pay for play. You know, it's just uh, it's just not right because you know some teams have more morals and you know play more by the rule, and some don't, and it gives them much a big advantage because really there's nothing to stop them. I don't, when I said rules, I guess there's a lack of rules in this case, in this instance. And that's what we need to do is get something to... Uh, well, and I, I saw it a couple of seconds ago where the University of the Missouri, uh, University of Missouri, the Tigers, received the anonymous donation. Now, I got to thinking about this. Could you take that millions of dollars and being able to twist it around and go out and buy a football team or a basketball team or anything else? Pretty and, much. And I mean, the answer is you know, yes. Texas A&M tried. Texas AT&T. AT, yeah, I was making sure. $62 million. And it was a $50 million was in, you know, for stadium enhancements. But how do you make an anonymous donation? Yeah, well, that's part of the, uh, I think, corruption in, in, in the NIL. I mean, it's just not right. Uh, I believe there should be some form of it. I do believe that, you know, players deserve you know, to get some some recognition, some pay for their name, like it, their, their uh, name, image, and likeness. But still, it's just got out of hand. And you know, some of the teams, some of these teams, have really um, uh, just taken advantage of it and um, pack their stack the deck more or less for themselves. You know, just A and M try Texas A and M. What does somebody say? Texas ATM. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, you know, they've tried, but they didn't do too well with it, did they? No, they didn't. Well, it. I mean, but it was a sign of desperation. And I think that's where you get the donation, Jr. Let's say Alabama wins, I don't know, six or seven games, six and seven games, like the Auburn Tigers, right? Losing season six and seven. You think they're amped up to give to NIL? Because the coaches have now convinced the boosters, if you don't give, we can't be successful. And you know who has more power now than ever before, Jr. The fans. Fans. The fans now have more power than they've ever had. 
JR, you're more hmm. important than you were 10 years ago. Well, because they, they need the money. I'm glad you think so. Well, no, I mean, that <laughs> college football needs the money. College basketball needs the money. Yep. Now, I was wanting to say something a little about basketball, okay. too, yeah, as well, sure. and real quickly, but um, how they're doing real well. And, you know, I've been um, but how going is to Nate Oates They used to go and, to their, and, pra- and go to their practices. Your interest. How has Nate Oates enhanced your, your interest in Alabama basketball? Immensely. I mean, I, I, you know, I, um, I've always had an interest in it and loved going to the games. But, you know, anytime you, uh, you got a, a winning atmosphere, you know, something you know, you have, uh, hope for the possibility of even getting to, uh, you know, the final four, we've come close. And, um, I, you know, I just feel certain that, you know, maybe in the next few years we will. We may even do it this year. You know, we've, we've coming together, we're gelling together at the right time. Instead of, you know, starting out with a bang and then sliding down, we've kind of gradually built ourselves up, and we're playing really well right now. Four in a row, 10 out of the last 11. Yep. Number one in the SEC. Good deal. And what, is that, what ranking are we in the uh, AP? Uh, we're number 16. We're up eight spots. Excellent. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm all in on that, and uh, I'm going to try to get to go to uh, – Another game here pretty soon. You didn't go. Hey, have you been to an Alabama game, basketball game? I have. Recently? Yeah. Good. Great atmosphere. You didn't make it to the Auburn game, did you? No, I did not. Uh, went that to the Auburn game. Kick. That was a tough ticket. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I probably got more calls for that game than probably Texas, Alabama on the football side back in September. Hmm. I had everybody yeah. looking for Auburn tickets and uh, – I was oh, able. A good ticket. Well, I was able to get two from my brother, but uh, that was it. So that's uh, that was the one that I, I had to turn down a few friends. But family's first, Jr. You know that, right? Oh, of course, but of course. So, but I had. So I had we're family. I had we're a, family, right? Uh, let me check. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do like the swab. You know, my 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 dad was uh, a guy that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, DNA made, well, made it around the block a few times, if you know what I mean. I mean, we we probably got you know brothers, sisters, cousins, uh, all kind of folks out there. Yeah, well, I live in Coker, so that's pretty close. Well, <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know what your age is, but mathematically, <laughs> if it's possible, uh, uh, I, I've never done one of those tests because uh, my dad uh, divorced my mom at a very very early age, and let's let's just say. Aww. Uh, well, I mean, I was like 12 years old, but let, let's just say he had a lot of fun, Jr. Uh, and I'll leave it at that. But I mean, uh, I've, ne- I've never done one of those tests because I didn't want to like find people I didn't. Oh, hey, you're 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 relative. You're my, you're my half brother. <laughs> I've always been looking for you. <laughs> well, man, roll tide and uh, enjoy your week. And uh, I'll try to call back a little more more often. It's been a while since I've called. It has, it has. We, we've missed you, Jay. I've been getting over. I've been getting over that dagger to the heart. I gotta run. I January for his clients. Remember M for money and Mezrano. If it has a logo on it, call me 205-800-8000.
8,000. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction industrial contracts introducing discover cashback debit a checking account with cashback it pays to discover eligibility in terms of discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic you're listening to the best sports talk show breaking down the crimson tide the game with ryan fowler on your home for alabama sports tide 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app It is Sirius XM Channel 84, smothered and covered. We're going to talk about some new things that, that Barrett is doing. Barrett, I hope all is well. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Hey, Barrett, uh, let's, let's kind of make a little segue here of uh, kind of adding to your responsibility. Uh, just just take the floor and tell us uh, everything that you're involved in. Yeah, going, uh, going independent with a uh, new project. Well, I guess an old project that got uh, – got revamped. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in 2016 to 2018, SEC Smothered and Covered was a very successful podcast and uh, rebranded it, brought it back, College Football Smothered and Covered. Uh, it's on YouTube and Rumble on video, all the uh, podcast outlets as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's been a lot of fun so far. The reception so far, you know, four episodes in, has been uh, beyond my wildest dreams. So, yeah, I reserve everybody to go out there and subscribe wherever you get uh, your college football content, whether it be video or audio. And, uh, man, it's uh, yeah, it's been fun. A lot of work, but a lot of fun. Hey, was that with Kramer, Adam Kramer? No, this was me solo. Kramer and I did do um, uh, sort of a fun one just where we acted like idiots. Uh, but no, that this was solo. Hey, back I in the would day fit in with there. I mean, now. I could I could do that show if you guys are going to act like idiots. I mean, I could you know, yeah, fill I mean, in for you if yeah, you needed. Look, I'm all for it. We it was uh, it was kind of a stupid show, and stupid is good radio, right? Oh, very much. Sometimes my better shows are just when you just let loose. And uh, yep, absolutely. I, I think the audience wants to see, and you, you do radio, Sirius XM, and it, it's almost like the, the better shows is when you, you just act like you're real and not a robot, because uh, I think people... Yeah, exactly. Um, well, people relate to that kind of stuff. That's kind of what I'm trying to do with the new show, uh, College Football Smothered and Covered, too, just trying to make it fun. You know, I think a lot of times in our sport and other sports, um, people take it too seriously. It's not life and death. Sports are supposed to be fun, and so we should treat them like that. Absolutely. Well, yes, yes. I, I never, you know, on the top of my prep sheet every day, there's two words I write, have fun, and the next one is tease well, because teases are very important in <laughs> radio bills. So my first one is have fun, the second's teasing, uh, and then everything else is uh, going to follow suit. But uh, we got a lot of things to talk about here, and, and let me ask you, when you look at the SEC, do you have any faith that the SEC and the Big Ten can help the future of college athletics. I mean, do you feel like that this is a 
this alliance or whatever word you want to attach to this, do you think they can really fix what is happening in college athletics? No, not really. I mean, they can accelerate it, but I said this on the show today. I think this is more or less a, a leverage play um, in the short term to affect the college football playoff discussions that's happening right now and tomorrow in Dallas. Long term, sure, they want to uh, work on NIL as well, but I think the, the more immediate um, reason this alliance was announced was for the college football playoff discussions and the 5-7 or 6-6 six, six model. Um, beyond that, with NIL and everything, uh, I think that they can start the conversation, but everybody else has such – there's such a different landscape throughout all of this from a financial standpoint, right? And from a television standpoint, obviously with Florida State and, and what they're mad about. You know, we, we all know that, you know, it, it's different strokes for different folks. And so I think there's this threat of breaking away – but to me, that is just going to accelerate the competition or uh, conversation, which is, is fine, I guess. But are they, is, are they, they going to look at themselves and Didi and Greg Sankey and say, if we don't get exactly what we want, we're out? No, that, they know the sport would suffer if, if that were to happen. Um, so it's, I think there's one end result that's been tossed around which is like a 40-team AFC and FC kind of thing. Uh, Do you think we get there? No. I I don't think we get there. And I don't think we should because you'd be abandoning – like let's just look at right now with the Big Ten and the SEC. You're going to take, what, uh, eight more teams if it's just those two as the foundation? You're you're abandoning a lot of college athletics, a lot of college football. And that's going to hurt a lot of athletic departments. And I just don't see that happening. Well, and I'm, I'm sitting here reading Ross Dellinger's piece on Yahoo, and I read it, uh, some of it last night when, it, when the kind of news broke out, that one month ago they were supposed to agree on the college football playoff format. We're still not there yet. And if you remember, how we got to the 12 teams was not because of the commissioners. It was because the presidents jumped in and said, we need the money. Am I right about that? Yeah, that's, um, that, that's exactly what happened. And it's funny because now we're at the finish line. Or I guess we were at the finish line before. Now we're not on the finish line because of, of the pack, the pack 2 um, And it's money again, and specifically what Washington State and Oregon State get. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's – look, I think that's the last hurdle to clear. But, uh, you know, I think right now they'll get the job done. You know, today or tomorrow it'll be done. I think it'll be the 5-7 model, which is fine, which is what it should be after the Pac-12 dissolves. Um, you know, and, and Washington State and Oregon State might get a little bit of a uh, disproportionate in a good way uh, revenue distribution because, you know, they kind of got left out in the cold. And, you know, they, they don't – it's not their fault that everybody left. Um, but it'll be fine. You know, and, and look, I'm not a fan of the 12-team format. You know that. I, I think everybody knows that. But if you're going to do it, a 5-7 format is, is kind of the only way that from a, from a legal standpoint it can fly. You know, and, and Barrett, tying all this together, I know Ole Miss uh, women's basketball coach was a little bit shocked that the money side of things, I know that down at LSU, Darren Ravel reported that they lost $8 million. When you think about all this travel, because from the West Coast to the East Coast, it's not easy. You and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Now you, you kind of identify, why didn't we just go football in some of these leagues 
and not try to bring everybody else. Or maybe they just wouldn't have it. I mean, maybe I don't really know the Pac-12, but uh, maybe it would have been one way to kind of keep that thing alive. It would have been a lot easier had that been the case. But, I mean, if you're – if you're the, if you're the University of Washington or Oregon or you know you have the ability to improve every sport sure. very quickly, right? So yeah, the, the travel is going to suck. You know I get it, but it's it, it's a small price to pay for basically boosting your entire athletic department to a point where you've never been before, including Oregon, which obviously has the the big Nike contract. So I you know I think it's. It would have been a lot easier from a geographic standpoint and from a travel standpoint, but it's the sports that matter in terms of traveling. Really, it's only really football because all the other sports they're used to traveling during the week. Yeah, granted they're going further, but if you're kind of going on a road swing, like if you're UCLA and you're you know having you know you play three straight games in the Midwest. Okay, that's fine. A lot of these players are doing remote learning anyway, right? So it's not a huge deal. Um, and, and so I think that's a little bit overstated, overrated. But, yeah, I mean, if, if they would have just gone football only, yeah, that would have made things a lot easier. But, you know, college athletics are beautifully dysfunctional, and that's, what made, that's why we love it, right? We are focused in on Ryan Grubb from a local perspective, and we're trying to fight the NFL off for uh, possibly, you know, bringing him back to the Northwest. Uh, how big of a story is that on the national level? I don't think folks realize it. Well, we all care, right? I, I don't think, and it might, it might be because the Super Bowl is happening, the, the, the national fan, the casual fan, I don't think it's resonating yet um, because they're, they're people are distracted. And that's, you know, that's that sucks because that's very much a an indictment of our sport um, that we are getting overshadowed when, you know, it seems like Alabama has a, a problem, a pretty big problem on its hands. So, uh, you know, it, it isn't resonating yet, but I guarantee you, if and when he leaves, man, the knives will come out for Kalen DeBoer, and and maybe unnecessarily. I, you know, I think they'll be fine. It's not an ideal situation, obviously, um, but. If he does leave, you know, Kalen's smart enough to, to go find the right guy. Um, you know, it's, but it's an opportunity that maybe Ryan Grubb can't ignore. I mean, look, again, it goes back to something we said, and Jeff Hafley did this, showed us this last week. It, having a coordinator job or an assistant job at the NFL level is pretty desirable because you don't have to deal with a lot of the crap you deal with in college football. It is, and – that should be concerning for all of us that are dialed in with a game of college football. It, it is. It should be. And I think there are, uh, I've, I've talked to several power five coaches and what Jeff Hasley did last week is, uh, is not necessarily the first time. But it's the first major instance of it. Um, and it will not be the last. And I think what might be more prominent than folks realize is there will be coaches who flat out retire early. Just, they have they've had enough money, they they can live a good life, and they're done. And I think that's going to happen a lot more than people realize too. Well, and and you cannot convince me that that was not a major factor in Nick Saban. And and I spoke with someone last oh, week that yeah. was very close to Nick Saban, and one of the things that he said is he said it wasn't that he couldn't do it, his heart just wouldn't in it. Yeah. 
I, I get it. I get it. If this was if this was 15 years ago, and Nick Saban was 73, he'd probably still coach, right? But now, you know, it's it's hard to deal with the stuff that he has to deal with. You know, it's hard to deal with it. What what everybody has to deal with. So the game's changed, and uh, yeah, I mean, with with Grub, all things being equal, even if you're making the same amount of money, coordinator job at the NFL level is is better for a lot of people than in Alabama. And I know Alabama fans hate to hear that. But from a personality standpoint, that's something that is is going to be the case in a lot of other places, too. You're going to see a lot of other coaches say, okay, lateral move in terms of title, equal pay, I'm out. I'm going to the NFL. All right, but kind of jumping back, when you think about Seattle Seahawks or the Alabama Crimson Tide, what's the faster way to get a head coaching job if you're Ryan Grubb? Because, you know, the NFL, I mean, we, we see good coaches get chewed up and spit out pretty quick. But if your heart's not in it as a college assistant coach good, good and you don't want to have to deal with it, you know, yeah, you could probably get a, a job faster if you're the uh, if you're the offensive coordinator at Alabama, but it would be a college job. Fair you enough. Want that? Well, I mean, but, I, I, but Ron Grubb, I guess, has he ever coached? I don't think he's ever coached in the NFL unless it's just some kind of small stunt um, or um, a stint. Uh, let me look real quick. So I, I don't. I think it was. He's been with Kalen for so long. Yeah, so he has. I, I, he, he, he's never coached in the NFL. So he's been uh, Sioux City, South Dakota State, uh, Eastern Michigan, Fresno State, and Washington, now Alabama. Yeah. So, but you know, again, it's it's all about personality at this point. Does he want to? Does he want to be? You know what an assistant coach has to be. Does he want to organize a program in a way that college football coaches have to now? Because yeah, it would be faster if he was the Alabama offensive coordinator. He could get a college head coaching job probably next year if he's successful. But is that the path he wants to take? Because that's a lot to put on your shoulders. And to be honest, when you look at Ron Grubb and what he did with Michael Penix, I know that was some of Kalen DeBoer, but I mean, heck, he should have got mentioned this year with his several vacancies. He should have one hundred percent. Because my understanding is, and and even Ryan Williams, uh, when we interviewed him a couple of days ago, the five star out of Saraland, he said their offense is just different. He, he said, "Yeah, I can't. I mean, yeah, he's still learning all of it of trying the terminology and trying to you know take that next step." But people, Warren Moon said it a couple of weeks ago uh, on our show, he said it, it's it is a offense that is a step ahead of a lot of other people. Um, and I guess with the direction of the game, that's a good thing for Alabama. Yeah, well, no, no doubt it is. And if, if Grubb stays there, then that's a then Alabama fans are going to really, really appreciate what uh, what he can do because it's going to be going to look a whole lot different than last year, and that's a good thing. How much does Alabama Auburn basketball do anything for you? I know that you're going to be close to him, but as far as your audience, uh, it's a big matchup Wednesday night. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. The names themselves sort of jump off the page, but now with the success that Alabama's had under Oates, the success that Auburn's had under Bruce Pearl, um, I think nationally it resonates too, which is awesome. And it's a huge compliment to Greg Sankey and the SEC for for what they've done to, to increase the visibility of, of college basketball. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a national um, it's a national matchup that matters, you know, across the country and. Um, you know, the names jump off the page, but when people, when college basketball fans, you know, take notice and it's not just uh, the Iron Bowl of basketball or whatever, that shows just how good Nate Oates and Bruce Pearl have done over the last, uh, what, five, ten years. Barrett Salee, 
uh, host of Smothered and Covered. You can find him on SiriusXM Channel 84. You can also find him at Barrett Salee. Find him right there on the account. Barrett, always appreciate you for being a part of our show. Have a great rest of your day. Great week. Thanks, Ryan. You too. Thank you. Barrett Salee helping us out. We'll continue with more of the game. We'll take your phone calls if you want to jump in. We'll talk to Martin Houston, and then we're wide. 831. That's 800-294-8831. What do you have to lose? Call 800-294-8831. Again, 800-294-8831. TuscaloosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory most of the pre-owned inventory than ever it's time for the sports glory you deserve without breaking a sweat the sports book at golden moon casino play the game must be 21 Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A clearing sky for West Alabama this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 60. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 37. The weather looks good tomorrow and Wednesday. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 62 and 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. to relax and recharge on a long Monday R&R Cigars. 2703 6th Street in downtown Tuscaloosa. You'll find it 2703 6th Street, locally owned and operated by Reagan and Randy Starner. R&R Cigars. R&R Cigars. We're going to go with Martin Houston coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, continue to get a little bit of messages out of Seattle. I'll try to update you coming up in a couple of minutes if the news is significant. Uh, not saying that it is, so that's, that's not a tease. It's just we're both trying to work exactly what's going on here, what's going on there. Uh, Ryan Grubb would be a big loss. Uh, hopefully, Kalen DeBoer can hold on to him. T-Town, Tide. Elite Recruiting, Tuscaloosa Tractor, and Houghton's Deer Processing. Win your shot at thousands of dollars in cash and prizes with the Big Old Buck Hunting Contest. WTBC Tuscaloosa and WT... Right. That's simple human sense. So contact Pritchett Moore Insurance today and let our professionals find the right insurance solution for you. Visit pm-insurance.com or stop by the Tuscaloosa office today. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. New Commanders head coach Dan Quinn says Eric Bieniemy will not return to Washington staff. This weekend, the Commanders hired Cliff Kingsbury as their new offensive coordinator. The Cowboys are conducting defensive coordinator interviews this week with former Commanders coach Ron Rivera and former Vikings coach Mike Zimmer. It is Super Bowl week and the 49ers are concerned about the condition of their practice field at UNLV after natural grass was laid down over artificial turf. The Kansas City Chiefs are practicing this week at the Las Vegas Raiders training facility. In Major League Baseball, shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. and the Kansas City Royals are in agreement on an 11-year, $288.7 million contract extension. And in the NBA, Kyrie Irving, who's been dealing with a thumb injury, and Luka Doncic, who's been dealing with an ankle injury, have both been upgraded to available for tonight's game against the Philadelphia 76ers.
back into the game. I was watching a couple of clips that someone had sent me a couple of minutes ago. My friend Matt Muscon, I'm going to have to get Matt on, uh, see what he's got on his mind, because down in Baton Rouge, they are literally celebrating Ron Grupp. Well, let me check. Let me check my email. Noah, if you don't mind, check your email as well, because I don't see where Ron Grubb has left the University of Alabama. Do you have a press release over there? I mean, they're, they're taking a victory lap. Do they even know who Ron Grubb is? So when you look at Ron Grubb, the new offensive coordinator for the University of Alabama, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here watching and I'm going, guys, there, there is nothing right now. At this point, uh, there is nothing new. Um, Ron Williams, the top recruit in this signing class, Mr. Football in the state of Alabama, back-to-back years, would have probably won three years in a row. I was talking with a, another former player about Ron Williams who has really analyzed him and was a part of the early part of the Saban dynasty. And I said, compare Julio Jones with Ron Williams. And he said, Ryan, Ron is a little different player. He said he's very elusive. He said he's a guy that has got a little wiggle is the way he described it. He said, Julio Jones, this guy was a defensive guy. And he said he was very difficult to bring down. He said even practice. He said he would take, and he just the physicality of him, and I, that's what we all remember. He said the biggest difference is Ron Williams is a guy that can can make you look silly. Uh, he said he's got a little wiggle and a little waggle. He said he he can make you miss in a lot of different angles. And I'm gonna try to get him on this week because he's very close to Ryan's dad. Ryan's dad played at Auburn. Uh, he also transferred, and he went to La Tech. So he left Auburn, went to La Tech. Ryan Williams was right here on this show just a few days ago, and I asked him about Ron Grubb. Because this is the story that we're monitoring. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks would love to be able to, to land him. And uh, this is how Ron Williams talked about his relationship building with Ron Grubb. Let me ask you about Ron Grubb. Uh, because there's a lot of rides going around in Tuscaloosa. There's a lot of rides in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about Ron Grubb. Uh, I mean, you know, him and him and Coach uh, Debo have been together for the past 20 years. So I mean, they they pretty they've they've sharpened up the offense just as good as it, I think it could get. And I mean, just the confidence I have in his offense is 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 crazy. And you know, just after talking to him, he's very confident in me and my abilities. And you know, just uh just like Coach Coach Debo, I think uh you know they they what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? They kind of favor each other just as far as how they carry themselves. Just I think it's because they've been around each other so long. So. I mean, both of them are very, very good individuals that I, I would love to be around every day. That'll make me a better person and a better football player. All right. That is a high compliment from a major player. We're going to go back to phone calls. We're not going to talk to Martin here uh, anytime soon. It's, it's going to be delayed significantly. So we'll, we'll try to get to Martin Houston a little bit later in the show. We'll take your phone calls if you want to jump in. We're asking a couple different questions, and we're combining basketball because Alabama's up to number 16. They're number one in the SEC. They've won four in a row. They've won 10 out of the last 11. We're asking you, what has Nate Oates been able to do in your mind, just you personally, when you talk about reengaging with Alabama basketball, Asystole, you go to the cardiac monitor, flatline, flatline. That's where Alabama basketball was at. It, in some ways, I guess it reminds you of Alabama football when Nick Saban kind of took over. We were flatline there. Asystole, no electricity in the cardiac rhythm, right? Nothing, nothing. And Nate Oates has been able to re-energize this program and you look at Cole McCullough, Sam, you talk about demands. I mean, JR was just talking about a couple of minutes ago when you look at basketball tickets for the Auburn game. 
This was the Auburn game a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sure it's the same across the state. Uh, Alabama fans off the charts. Let's go to Tyler. Tyler, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Roll Tide, Ryan. How are hey. you doing today? Hey, good. Where are you calling us from? Tuscaloosa. Oh, Long good. Time loser. First Long time, time caller? Loser. Yes, sir, it is. All right. Well, good. Good to have you, man. Uh, what's on your mind? What's on my mind? Hey, I just want to ask a couple questions about the Alabama basketball baseball right now. What's going on there? Are we under probation right now? And also, we'll talk about basketball. What, what's the deal right now with Alabama baseball right now? Are we still under probation? Well, we got let, charges let's, taken away from us? Let's go back to the talk about the NCAA for just a couple of minutes and uh, look at what they're doing with the punishment. They're now punishing uh, the coaches. We saw that with Jeremy Pruitt, and we saw that with Bohannon just a couple of days ago, right? I mean, he, he got a 15-year show cost. And really, Tyler, five-year suspension, he'll never – I say never. Never's a long time. There is no immediate plans in the future of him coaching in the college game. And can you blame him? I, I agree. I mean, you I literally – I mean, look at Pete Rose. I, I, would, I, mean, I don't know how old you are, Tyler – but I remember. I'm <laughs> okay, so so you know, if I say Pete Rose, it's not as foreign as it would be to an 18, 19 year old young man. Pete Rose, you know, in my era, we all tried to slide like Pete Rose. I mean, Pete Rose was, I mean, he was the bomb. Um, and 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 I was at the back end of Pete Rose's tenure. But Pete Rose is not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. This is the all-time singles leader. And unless did, did Craig Biggio, did, did he break that record? Jackson, look that up. Craig, no, he Craig, didn't. He didn't break it. He did not. Okay, but, but wasn't he chasing it? Wasn't he close? He was very close. Okay. So, I've been going to Alabama baseball since I was – my dad had season tickets. My granddad had season tickets. The atmosphere is not there anymore as the Alabama fans are not coming. Well, you know where they're we at? You, you know where they're at? There were Tommy and Romulus over at the uh, softball complex. I, I, we got to get something going there. Like, I don't understand. We got to get our fan base started going back to Alabama baseball. Mm-hmm. I remember we sit there for years. We packed that place out. It hasn't been there in, 20, in probably 10 Tyler, years. Go, go back to, you know, I, I Andy Phillips is a friend of mine. Lance Cormier is a friend of mine. I'm going to have lunch at some point, I think, in the next few days with, uh, with Lance. Uh, you look at Alabama baseball during the late 90s, Barry Allen – uh, was was the SID? It was standing room only, Tyler, with Alabama baseball. Now it's it's have your own section, and the trick is is can Coach Vaughn get it where the interest is back? Um, that is still be de- to be determined. Um, but trusting Greg Byrne, Greg Byrne has evaluated Nate Oates. Who 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 knew about Nate Oates prior to his arrival here? Nobody, I did. I mean, from, from a local standpoint. Every week to game. So when you think about Nate Oates and, and Buffalo coming down here, Greg Byrne, he, we think he's hit a home run with Rob Vaughn, and we think he's hit a home run with 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 Rob Vaughn and also keeping Jason Jackson is huge too. Yeah, we've got a lot of troops around this area that are leaving Tuscaloosa because they know they're not going to chance to get good playing time here. They're not going to have the recruits out there for the pros. I just, I, I, we want to see like LSU right now going World Series every year. We, we got to get that atmosphere back. But here, here's the issue. Alabama, and, and I've been here 23 years in Tuscaloosa. I remember when it was standing room only. And you know what the difference between then and now is? They were what? winning. 
They're winning. Yeah. Alabama fans have way too much pride. They know what a winner looks like, and they will drift away. I'm convinced if swimming and diving was a world-class program that they would pack the, the facility to support swimming and diving. Alabama fans will support a winning product. If you put a, an Olympic ping-pong team, team out there and you put that script A and they're able to win at a high level, Alabama fans would pack the place out. If you lose, if you lose, they look for something else to do. And it's not saying that baseball and softball competes, but in reality they do compete because they're on the same time. They, it's an outside sport. A lot of times you're, and I bet Tommy and Ramis, he, he may be able to say that, uh, but there was so many of those fans that got pulled over to softball because of what Patrick Murphy was able to do. My mom and dad were one of them. There's a lot of people go over and and really, you almost wonder. And, and, and I'm a baseball guy, um, but softball is an electric sport. It's fun to watch. It is. It is. What about this win? Are we gonna win Wednesday night, Alabama? We're gonna win uh, down uh, down the plane. What does Vegas have it at? You know? Uh, no idea. I can look it up uh, in in just a couple of minutes. Uh, and Pete Rose is the all time, but. Uh, Craig, Craig Biggio was was super super close. So, uh, but he is still the all time. I thought he was. I think it's forty one hundred and like thirty hits. Is that am I close, Jackson? J- jumping on the mic if you've got it right there. You, you see the number? Uh, yes, he is the leader with four thousand one hundred ninety two career. Four thousand one hundred ninety two singles. Yeah. So, and probably half those included a slot at first. No, I mean I'm just kidding, but. Uh, he, he was the guy that kind of trademarked the uh, the famous slide at first, but uh, head first. Tyler, um, what, so so you say that Nate Oates is is engaged your interest in Alabama basketball? My, I'm gonna tell you this much. Well, I haven't had seen that stadium like this in years. From my son's first time they've ever done a basketball game, and I'm telling you this much, they got hooked after we beat after we beat Auburn the other day, and that, that atmosphere has completely changed that stadium. We want to win. And I, I haven't seen Bama basketball like this in 15 years. And look at, look at you know, the rolling. I mean, they're 10 out of the last four, four straight wins. I mean, in top 10 wins, we've got several top 10. He's also put the strongest, uh, strongest and hardest schedule of any team in the United States this year. And we've lost four of the top 10 teams this year right now. And we got Kentucky coming up here soon, which they're losing right now. And I say we, I say we win the SEC this year again. Well, it starts. Uh, well, it's, it it continues. It, you're gonna have to go and play some pretty solid on the road. But Alabama's been able to do that uh, with big wins. So you got uh, big week here, Tyler. Thank you so much, man. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Roll, roll tide, Ryan. Roll tide. Thank you. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. We'll go to Jared in Houston, Texas. We do have two lines available if you want to jump in. But the question that we've been kind of throwing it out there a little bit. We know football will always be king, and I thought Drew D. Arman said it earlier. He said, really, that's probably one of the characteristics that he likes about Nate Oates. He understands that football is the king. He's not trying to compete with it, but try to embrace it. We've had some coaches in the past that have tried to say, you know what, I'm going to compete with it. I'm, I'm going to try to be the king. Nate Oates seems to be okay. He's been able to use it to his advantage, and uh, he's built a winning product. It, it kind of goes back to what we are talking about a couple of seconds ago. It is simply, if you win, they will come. Jared in Houston, Texas, we'll get to you coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
Now, this hour's West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. No one was hurt Sunday evening when a train crashed into a sedan that was stuck on railroad tracks at 32nd Street in Tuscaloosa. Police say its driver and her passengers were outside of and away from the car at the time of the collision. City leaders have broken ground on $1.8 million in upgrades to a community park in West Tuscaloosa in desperate need of TLC. And a man accused of robbing three local Dollar General stores at gunpoint in the last 45 days has been identified and arrested. To read the rest of these stories and much more, get connected at TuscaloosaThread.com. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Good afternoon. Let's check back in with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. Well, as we make our move, McFarland Boulevard going eastbound. Before you get to 13th Street East, watch out for an accident. We have the left lane blocked. Also, moving 2059 going westbound, but before you get to Tuscaloosa Highway 11, watch out for a disabled vehicle in that area. 831, that's 800-294-8831. What do you have to lose? Call 800-294-8831. Again, 800-294-8831. You know, we talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark. Exciting than ever. It's time for the sports glory you deserve without breaking a sweat. The Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. Play the game. Must be 21. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A clearing sky for West Alabama this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 60. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 37. The weather looks good tomorrow and Wednesday. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 62 and 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Talk to God when I need a favor. And I only pray when I ain't got a prayer. So who the hell am I? Who the hell am I to expect a savior? Steve Berkowitz and Ross Dellinger reporting that uh, you've now got your first athletic, uh, collegiate athletic sporting uh, team that has unionized. Uh, Dartmouth, now Dartmouth uh, unionized. I'm, I'm trying to read this literally as, as going through the break there for just a couple of minutes, but uh, up in New Hampshire, they are now voting to unionize this. Um, do they really want to do this? Do, do they, because if you think about a union, my dad was a 30-year union member. Now, him and I disagreed politically. Uh, the union told him exactly how to vote, who to vote for. Uh, we, we pretty much had an agreement that we just never would talk about unions, okay? Because him and I didn't stand on the same foot uh, on, on many of the thoughts. And, and so we, we just had a personal agreement, do not talk about politics, because... Uh, if the union told him to jump, he pretty much said, uh, how high? 
Oh, you want six foot? Perfect. I got you. I got you. Uh, looking at this, do the college athletes really want to go there? Because when you think about taxes and you think about trying to just, okay, example, no way if our employer hands us a $50 bonus, we got to pay taxes on that. If there's a benefit that we get, you got to go pay taxes on it. Do these college athletes really want to go and be a considered employee? Because that seems like we're on a fast track and we are headed right down that road to becoming employees. Do we really want to go down that route? Because what used to be free, the IRS doesn't see it as free. And I've never thought that the government truly gives a darn about college athletics. When you look at all these people that want to get involved, hey, we want to help you. We want to help you fix college athletics. No, what they really want is they want a piece of the pie. And they know right now college athletics is making a ton of cash. And it's amazing to see that we're going broke. Reading this, Steve Berkowitz is a friend of our show saying that uh, we've had some college basketball players that are literally, uh, that there have been a judge that have ruled today, 27 minutes ago, that they will unionize. Wow. I'm kind of speechless because I look back at last night's comment also from Ross Dellinger, the article on yahoosports.com, how of a slippery slope we are in college athletics. We can't agree on anything. Can Nick Saban fix it? Is Nick Saban the solution to this? Is Nick Saban the part that can step in and fix this? Because I do authentically, I think he authentically cares for the game. I think when you think about college athletics, college football, I think it's authentic. I think he, he's truly misread on the academic side. And I think when you, when you see this, guys, we can't even agree the format of a 12-team playoff. Do we go with this many automatic bids? Do we remember how we got to 12 teams? It wasn't because Greg Sankey and Bob Bowlesby and many others came on the same page and said 12 teams is better for the game. Remember how we got to 12 teams? And we were talking about this a couple of minutes ago with, with Barrett Ali. How we got here was the presidents jumped over the commissioners and said, guys, we're broke. We must have this 12-team playoff because financially... Now, to be fair to the college athletic programs, the reason we were broke is we were coming out of COVID. We were coming out of limited attendance. We were coming out of limited donations because if you don't attend, you don't donate. So when you look at this college football playoff and you read the comment that was the, the article that broke last night, you read this one, it's, it's like we're going 50 different directions. We, we don't know how to enforce. We don't, I mean, think about what we've learned in the last two weeks. You had Tennessee in that situation. We, we had the case with Brad Bohannon here locally. You look at the NCAA, how would you like to have their legal bill? Attorneys don't work cheap. I mean, I don't even know if they can afford financially to pay the legal fee. Jared in Houston, Texas. Jared, you're next up, man. I, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Going well, Ryan. How are you today, buddy? I'm great, man. Super. It's just, I mean, I'm looking at the, the sport that I love, and I truly believe that it is. It is a slippery slope. We can lose what's right here in front of us. So Dartmouth is trying to unionize? Yeah, I just saw it like literally 27 minutes ago. I guess they've, they've been trying to. 
Well, now they have uh, they have voted representation by SEIU Local 560, and I can uh, Region One Boston Board of Directors has has voted to accept them. So well, you have your first collegiate athletes that are going to unionize. Well, Ryan, they they never abolished slavery. They just renamed it employment. Okay, we work every day well, to feed but, our families. But Jared, Jared, but I, listen, hang on now, hang okay. on now, hang on now. We work every day to feed our families. We have to work or we can't provide food. We can't provide shelter. We can't provide clothing and transportation and education, all the things that, that, that people want and need, okay? But we do that under the guise of federal prosecution. Because if you don't pay your taxes, what happens, Ryan? They put you, well, now, hold on, hold on. If you don't pay them, I mean, they're going to take your, your money, but you can go to jail from the IRS yeah. from not filing. Yeah. You can't go you for not paying, right? Am I right you about can, that? You work, you work under the guise of federal prosecution. Okay. If you, if you don't pay your taxes, they will come put you in jail. Plain and simple. They'll attach your bank account. They'll they'll take your property. That's prosecution. To to do any of that, there has to be a they have to be you have to prosecute someone. And so you know these unions. You talk about a cash grab. You know, not only do you pay tax, but you pay union dues. And as your income goes up, so do your union dues. So so what what happens if one of these kids on a Dartmouth kid is who's an all all everything lacrosse guy? And some big company wants him on to, you know, to for an NIL deal to sponsor to, to sponsor him and, and be the face of his company. What, what what's the union do? What's the kid going? What's it going to cost the kid to be a part of a union on a, on a two million dollar NIL deal? What does that look well, like? Well, but when when you because now you're declared as an employee if you do this, right? Right. So that free right. tuition now and and how do I know this? And I, I'll I'll let the cat out of the bag. Um, my wife. Uh, is is an employee of the University of Alabama. Uh, I get a 50% tuition. She gets free tuition for so many credits a semester. Okay. It's not free. You must, right. you, you've got to pay your taxes. So the yeah. first year we did this, man, we were like, we were celebrating. We were celebrating because I got 50% off. She got free. Well, you know, at the end of December, you know what they do? They cut it out of your check. And yeah. we went, whoa, hold on. I thought it was free. Well, it's a benefit. It's a benefit, right? So you get yeah. 50% off tuition. You get free tuition for her. And they pretty much said, hey, now we are, we're, we're going to bill you. Uh, if you're it's employed, taxable income. Yes, it's it is. taxable income. So these, yeah. these benefits, like Greg Byrne was on our show four months ago and talked about $180,000 is what we invest per athlete. Now we're opening up a mess. Oh, yeah. Look, it it ain't cheap to have saunas and 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 recovery pools and you know three acre weight rooms and and um, lockers with vents in to pull the stink out of the air. I mean, it, that that stuff's not cheap. Video games and a barber shop and all. I mean, look at look at what they look at the look at the investment, the expenditures that goes into these these athletes, especially on the football side. Um, it's it's big business now. It's you know it's the entertainment business, Ryan and and. The guy that does it the biggest is always going to be the best. Well, and, and it just seems like you get a lot of these free things, cost of attendance, because 
there's a stipend that you get a monthly room and board check. Now, some of you military folks out there can correct me. I don't think they tax room and board. They may or may not. I, I don't know. I mean, I know the military gives you a room and board stipend that you can, you know, claim, uh, help you out with your housing and some of your food yeah, allowance. College, college room and board stipends are not taxed. Okay, so they're not taxed. All right, so, but, but some of the other benefits. All right, so, Jared, and this is the way the IRS thinks. Would coaching be considered a consultant? Uh, I mean, you see what I'm going here? I mean, the IRS yeah, looks at things. Yeah, I know exactly things. where you're going. I yeah, mean, I they look going. at things going, okay, uh, we gave you transportation. We did this. We did this. We gave you this. We gave you a box of lobster. We gave you a box of steak. Uh, we want our – and you know what else it's taxed at? It's taxed at a different bracket. It's not your tax a different bracket. Yeah, right. because right. the tax it's like, it's like a bonus bracket. A bonus bracket. Think about it. You get a, a you get a thousand dollar bonus. What do you bring home? Four hundred bucks. It's taxed at a higher bracket. Yeah, yeah because yeah, it's, depending on the state you live in, you know, if you got state income tax and and federal, well, you know, now, like in now Texas, you open up another can of worms, Jared. Now, right? Where does it where does it make the most sense to go? Where am I going to pay the least amount of tax? I'd avoid California. I yeah, look you, at, you want to, you don't want to pay sixty four percent in California. Uh, well, look, sure. look at your state. Your state doesn't have income uh, state income tax, so it would right. be. But but our property, we have high property tax. Mm. Alabama's property tax. But is how low. many college kids do you know that own property? Uh, I, I guess. Well, some of them that are getting these million two million dollar deals, you might see an increase in that. <laughs> we are we are literally, and I, I like I said, I hate to be such a negative naysayer, but. When, when these people stood up and they told us how great NIL was going to be, little did yeah. they know that they were going to put us in a... I sl- think it stinks to high heaven. I think NIL stinks to high, high, high heaven. And it, it, all it's done is create... The, you know, the, pro- the biggest problem with NIL is it's, it's not really the money. It, the problem is, is the division it creates inside locker rooms. The reason you have so many people jump and ship wanting to go elsewhere is because of... The, the, because of... of, of they're they're jealous of what their teammate has, and because they're not doing the same for everybody, like all right, I'm gonna stick my chest out, I'm gonna get in the portal, I'm gonna get me a bag. It, it, all it does is create division. You know, if you, if you want to have a if you want to have a successful team, and that's what that's you know that's what the main word is team, is you've got to be together, you've got to be like a family, and you've got to stick together, and you got to have each other's back. Well, let me tell you something: when one guy's getting a million, the other guy's getting ten thousand. There's a lot of animosity there, and I don't care. I don't care who says it's not. But you know, it's like it's like in, in the good book. Money is the, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil, and it's creating division and creating evil in a, in a great sport that has always had so much tradition and so much passion and so much pageantry that that it's. I'm, I'm like you. I'm afraid it's 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 too far gone unless we can get someone that can fix it. All right. Uh, Ben Portnoy, which is somebody we featured last week to talk about the Nick Saban financial impact on the state of Alabama and the city of Tuscaloosa. Uh, Ben has chimed in on the Twitter side of things, which covers sports for the Sports Business Journal. He said this ruling is another haymaker to any kind of amateur model that existed in college sports. Now what an actual college athlete union would look like, how strong it would be, remains a complicated matter. There, too, will almost certainly be an appeal. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's if, if if politics isn't involved, Brian, because unions are heavily politicized, heavily heavily politicized, and 
Well, and, and, and here's the other part that I'm I'm kind of a little cautious at. We're on an election year right now. Yeah, yeah. These political leaders will tell you anything. Jared, you're the best. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. December, they won't even answer your phone. That's exactly right. Once 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 they're elected, they they, they don't care who they don't get until it's time to get reelected. Then here they come again. Here they come again. It's let me tell you this this union thing in college. I would have to I, if I was a if I was a betting man. And I would say the odds would be in favor of this being totally political because unions generate a lot of money. All right, so now, now we're place, getting a little bit more. Especially like Dartmouth. We, we are getting. Dartmouth is an is a Ivy League school. I bet I, I would like to see what their, what their endowment fund looks like. Probably pretty heavy. Reading some so, more coming out, uh, the National Labor Board's Relation Board has ruled that Dartmouth uh, basketball players are considered employees of the school and they would now be able to proceed with voting to form a union. This could have enormous, enormous implications for college athletics. For for people that are just now getting back in your vehicle, I mean, we're literally watching college football, as, as Ben Portnoy always said a couple of minutes ago, this is another haymaker. Uh, because the reason why we're in NIL is because the Ed O'Bannon case from UCLA. They opposed yeah, the NC- and, and, NCAA. And Johnny Football, too. That's right. Johnny Manziel. Remember when he was signing autographs and stuff? They said he was, it was his name and he image said, you, you, he's you, That's right. That's a good point. Good point. Hey, Jared, uh, the theme of the day, and I, I know we're kind of getting distracted this because it's a major story developing right now in college athletics. Um, in, in this ruling that you're going to have college players now unionizing. And, and the Northwestern players a couple of years ago were blocked from unionizing. And Ryan, not to interrupt you, but that could be what, what the SEC and the, and the Big Ten are talking about. They could have seen this coming down the pipe up there and said, hey, we need to get out in front of this. That could be what they're talking about. I don't know any, I don't know any, any more well, than and, you Well, at do, this but, point, but, it, it almost seems like paying them Playing the players, maybe the ease easiest way to go. Yeah, but he, here's the here's I mean, the other if it, if here's the, to this, you know, here's the, the out of the bag. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Um, as much as we talk about it, and I, I think when Greg Byrne he pointed out Ohio State's got he said it right here on this right here right here on this show. He said Alabama's got 21 intercollegiate sports, and we want to keep every single one of them. He said, Ohio State's got 35, and I know they want to keep every single one of them. That's where the, the colleges are going to have to start trimming. I, I want to say fat, but that would be disrespectful. Um, well, look, it, at it, look at it from this angle, Ryan. Look at it from this angle. If, if college athletes, you know, so, so let's just say Alabama with 21 sports. Isn't that the number you said? I think it's 21. Yeah, I think he's – because okay, he said so, it right here on the station. He said, we want to keep every right. single one of those. Okay, so say we got – you know, football's got 100, basketball's probably got 20. Let's say we got 300 athletes or 400 athletes at Alabama on the, on the payroll. Um, think about this also in an election year where, where employment numbers are highly scrutinized going into an election. Can you imagine if they unionize all these colleges just before the election and all of a sudden they say, oh, we've created oh, you're, you're a half a million jobs. Uh, we've created a half a million jobs in the United States. Mm. You see where I'm going with that? I do. Yep. And they they could use that as a political 
oh, we, we, Joe Biden's the greatest job creator ever. We created a half a million jobs the last quarter of the year. Okay, well, how'd you do that? We corrupted college college athletics. Well, they don't care. They don't, it's all about moving the numbers no. around. Hey, Jared, how much has Nate Oates created for basketball for you? Oh, man. Let me tell you. Nate Oates, his brand of basketball is so exciting. You know, it's with Nate Oates, it's either a layup, a dunk, or a three-pointer. And people like to see that. They like to see the guys that drive the lane. They like to see the follow-up dunk. They like to see the guys that can shoot the threes. And and I think he understands that. He's, he's, a, he's a really, really good coach. He His brand of, of of basketball is attractive to young young kids because they all want to be the, they all want to be the hey look at me guy they all want to be the score they all want to be on ESPN see their highlight reels and he's smart to do it that way because it's attracting good athletes it's attracting um, fans are are selling out uh, Coleman's getting sold out every time they cut every time they play a game and I, I'm gonna tell you I, I think Nate Oates has, has moved the needle big time for Alabama basketball you know you're like your boy. Uh, What's your your boy your that has that makes the t shirts? Um, oh, Aaron Torres. Alabama's a bas- yeah. Aaron Torres. Yeah, yeah, Torres got that Alabama Bamba's a basketball school shirts. So, you know, I think Nate Oates has really moved the needle. You know, the problem with with, with Alabama basketball and and before Nate Oates, and I, and granted he's only a few years, but we haven't had stability in coaching. There's been a lot of uh, instability in coaching. And the same thing with baseball. Um that's another subject, but but I and I'm I'm all for Nate Oates. I love I love his brand. I love to watch him coach. I love to watch him teach his players. And I, you know, he 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 coaches with an edge, and I think his players take on that same edge. And um, it's fun brand to watch. I've, I've I've gotten to where I watch it every time they're on. I watch it, and and it's I enjoy it. Hey, yeah. I enjoy it. Great I, stuff. I enjoy Nate Oates. Great yep. stuff, Jared. Thank you, man. You got it, brother. Roll Tide, my man. Roll Tide. Jared, Houston, Texas. We'll come back. We'll take more phone calls. Robert in Mobile. We'll coming up next. We'll take your calls. Uh, just now getting back in your vehicle, we've had a federal labor board, National Labor Relations Board, who has voted that um, Dartmouth men's basketball players can unionize. You say, well, how does that really impact the price of tea in China? It doesn't. Those around and our cigar selection is legendary. Our lounge and service are world-class. Come and experience the luxury of the mansion and see why it's a world-renowned cigar and spirits destination. Alabama Credit Union. Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com. The mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money. Whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association. The job done right. That's simple human sense. So contact Pritchett Moore Insurance today and let our professionals find the right insurance solution for you. Visit pm-insurance.com or stop by the Tuscaloosa office today. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Do it. 
Star Cigars, 2703 6th Street in downtown Tuscaloosa. You'll find Reagan and Randy Starner. Relax and recharge. 1,000 different cigars to choose from. A walk-in humidor. Uh, relax and recharge. Big HDTVs. We're following a lot of big news around the University of Alabama. Well, I say big news around the University of Alabama uh, involving college athletics. We're going to talk with Martin Houston for a couple of minutes. I'll get his reaction. He's a former athlete. Let me ask him when unionizing something, and we're not trying to get in this union is good. We're in a right-to-work state, okay? The union is very weak in the state of Alabama, and I, I know people don't want me to say that, but it is. I mean, it's a right-to-work state. Uh, the union is, like, you go some of the northern states, it's strong. And you say, well, hold on, the union does good for me. I didn't say it didn't do, do any good for you. We, but when you go to other states, the union's a lot stronger in the northern states than it is in the state of Alabama. Yeah, we've got unions and you pay a membership and, you know, they may high five you and, hey, look, look, we'll have a free barbecue. But at the end of the day, they're not as strong as some of the northern states. So is this where this originates from? I'll ask Martin from an athletic, from an athlete standpoint. I'll ask him next. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Good afternoon. Let's check back in with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. Well, as we make our move, McFarland Boulevard going eastbound. Before you get to 13th Street East, watch out for an accident. We have the left lane blocked. Also, moving 2059 going westbound before you get to Tuscaloosa Highway 11. Watch out for a disabled vehicle in that area. All exciting than ever. It's time for the sports glory you deserve without breaking a sweat. The Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. Play the game. Must be 21. Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. A clearing sky for West Alabama this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 60. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 37. The weather looks good tomorrow and Wednesday. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 62 and 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I've been selling my soul, working all day. Oh, this is a perfect song. We take you to the coal mines of West Virginia. What's this guy's name again, Noah? Oliver Anthony. Okay. I mean, I listen to him, and I'm thinking about this unionization here because we've now had the National Labor Relations Board that just ruled a couple of minutes ago in Boston that Dartmouth basketball players are considered employees, and now the basketball team has already moved to unionize uh, and look at the employee side of things. So we're reading a lot of this. Uh, Steve Berkowitz broke the story just a couple of minutes ago. We'll try to get Steve on in the coming days, hopefully tomorrow, but uh, – I'll get Martin Houston's reaction. Is this really where we're going? Because Ed O'Bannon won the case against the NCA. That's how we ended up with name, image, and likeness. The Northwestern players a couple of years ago tried to unionize. It was voted down. Now it has moved one step closer 
to unionizing and calling athletes employees. Martin Houston, former fullback at the University of Alabama. Martin uh, does the Martin Houston show 6 a.m. every morning. Martin, I'd love for you to you react to uh, this breaking news around college athletics. <laughs> Did I hear you correctly? Did you just say that Dartmouth, uh, Dartmouth players are considered employees? Yes. Okay, Ryan. Pre-COVID, I was at a meeting. I know where you're going. And Coach Saban said, I don't like the direction, but I'm telling you where it's headed. It's going to come a time when the players will not be student athletes. They will be employed athletes for your school. And uh, Well, he was about four years early. Um, yeah. And, and so, so um, I guess... Uh, that, that's, that's good and bad, Ryan. You know, everybody thinks that's all bad. Um, you know, uh, if I don't do my job, I can be fired. Sure. And if I if I get an advanced payment and I leave, I have to pay it back. So all of these guys who are getting NIL deals and all that stuff, they're not giving those NIL deals for one year, Right. True. You 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 would assume. Okay. You would assume that let's say that Caleb Downs got one point five million or whatever. You would assume that uh, that is probably if you stay four years, you get five hundred thousand dollars a year. Let's just say that's the case. Um. So the question is then: Do they pay it in advance or do they pay it as he earned it? Either one of those, you either have to pay it back or. You have to stay and earn it, which locks you what? It locks makes you in. You a little more, yeah, makes yeah. you a little more loyal, potentially. So maybe this is how you get control of it. Because oh, so you're thinking it could be a step in the right direction. Uh, well, I'm not saying it's a step in the right direction. I'm saying that, that sometimes you, th- th- these players who are out here fighting for all of these rights, they better be careful because they might just be like the dog that catches that bumper. <laughs> what are you going to do with it when you catch it? <laughs> Get butt drugs. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I mean, I'm just sitting here reading this, and I'm going, okay, we, we now. So what's the advantage there, Ryan? Well, it's... How, how do you get paid, Ryan? Now, the one thing for sure, how do you get paid, Ryan? Uh, if you don't show up and do your show tomorrow. I won't, I won't your, make a dollar. Your, your, sponsors, yeah. Your, yeah. your sponsors go, uh, well, um, you know, so you have to show up every day. Even though they've made that commitment. You still have to go earn it every day, right? If I'm an employee, am, am I going to be – because I, I know that – But here's that, the thing, Martin, the IRS, what is considered, quote, a benefit now possibly come becomes a taxable income. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. All there's a, That's what I'm saying is there's all of these other elements that come with this, like, like – these players already are, uh, Ryan, unless they have set up themselves as a foundation and is, and is going to, to put this money in a foundation and then use it to pay salary and do other things or a trust, they, they, they better have some, they're going to come back and they're going to find out, uh, what do you mean I have to pay taxes on that $100,000 car? I didn't. I, I oh, oh yeah, that's a gift, and it's taxed. You know, forty uh, percent. So, oh, how much in taxes? 
No one's talking about that. And when you go to the employee, it's it's no question at that point. So it's 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 risky for the players. And guess what? It might just give the schools more power, Ryan. Because if I give you a scholarship, the one thing I can't do is in the middle of a season to keep you off scholarship. Martin, I I, I don't mind telling people this. Um, a couple days ago, I got a certified letter from the IRS. Okay, my wife and I did. I went to the mailbox and I went, what is this? I owed them $27. 27 bucks. <laughs> I owed them $27. 27. The letter costs more than mail. Well, but I, I was sitting there going, 20, what do you want? Because the first thing I see is the envelope, IRS up at the top. And I'm like, oh, crap. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? It was just a simple 27 bucks that it was an interest that I, when I paid, I didn't calculate an interest fee. It was 27 bucks. If they know about my 27, they know about that 100,000 that little Johnny got to go play football. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> right, right. I, I hate to ask you, but you probably look back and it was probably from 19, uh, I mean, it was from 2005. No, you know? no, it was about four I mean, years. It was kidding. about, it was about, it was, I think it was three, two years ago, I think is what it was. But, but let me but tell you, I'm saying, the first thing I did, the, no, no, it was not. The first thing I did is I went back and I went, I said, my wife and I jumped on the computer real quick. I said, pay that thing because I don't want to become under their microscope. $27, yeah. pay it. I don't want them to send me the second one. So uh, yeah. I just don't know. But you know, <laughs> It's changing things, and like I said, sometimes it takes something. Sometimes you can get too, you you can want too much, like you know what I mean, like like and, and going to employee status, and then then you're talking about going to a union, Ryan. You <laughs> remember, remember, certain people benefit from unions, and but there's also a leveling out of unions too. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're talking. You understand I, what I'm saying? I do. I do. And, and I saw, listen, my dad was a 30-year uh, member of the IBEW, International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. I saw the good side and I saw the bad side. I yep. saw us miss a few meals because of strikes for peanuts. Um, because somebody else, not because of yeah. you specifically. Right, right, because they decided to strike and he couldn't cross the uh, the picket line uh, yep. and, and to, to simply work. So. I don't know, wow. man. I just feel. Wow. Um, well, and, and, you know, you read Ross Dellinger's story. I'm sure you talked about it. Uh, we, we can't even agree the format of 12 teams. It's like we're all going in multiple different directions. You're going to have to, uh, you know, I think, Ryan, it's going to come down to there's going to have to be a complete restructuring of the governing body. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like blow up the existing and just start over. And someone out there be bold enough to say, "I don't have to be the commissioner uh, of, of college athletics." But here's because here's the reality of it is, Ryan. No one's talking about. I love the expansion of what it does for SEC and competitive football, but no one's talking about all the other sports that are going to go away. There is no way this is sustainable for a women's volleyball team to fly from USC to Maryland um, makes no for sense. a volleyball game um, and to do that and then turn around and fly back and then fly to, to, to somewhere in Ohio. And some, I mean, it's just crazy to think about. Uh, so football, and maybe that 
maybe, Ryan, maybe that's why they did this, to, so that, that they can break away, because that's where it's going to have to save football. They and the other sports to survive, they will have to separate football and go back to the traditional conferences for all other sports. I mean, if you if you can't if the other sports aren't making money right now and they only have to go up the street, down the street, and cross the road, and now you're talking about taking them across the country multiple times, um, nobody's talking about the impact on the student. Uh, uh, I mean, football is different because it's only played on Saturday. Basketball and all these other sports are played throughout the week. How much schoolwork are these guys going to miss? I mean, it's just like I said. I think that you're gonna. It's gonna be a implosion at some point, and somebody out there is writing a, a a governing handbook right now. Well, maybe it's time for it to explode and just try to re yeah. reorganize it. I mean, I know that sounds I mean, crazy, I think that'd but be good. I mean, it, but but I mean, if we can't even decide the format of twelve team playoff, how would you like to structure the? <laughs> Which article? I have not. I've been tied up all day. You said there was an article out. Yeah, Ross Dellinger that. wrote an article last night that broke around seven thirty. Okay. Uh, that they're at odds on trying to figure out the future format of the 12-team playoff. Isn't, uh, it, isn't, isn't that this fall? Uh, it, it is, Martin. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't write this. <laughs> How do you go away from hey, a format? That's we're going to Topeka, Kansas. We don't know how we're going, but we're going. Ryan, how do you take a billion-dollar industry and fight? Like, 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 it did change it to something. It did say, well, I don't know how we're going to do it. I, I mean, the 14 playoff how. was a billion-dollar industry by we, itself, not we, just basketball. We let the government get involved. <laughs> I did not realize. I thought that there was a little bit of, like, a few things that they were working through, but, but they had pretty much decided on the, the meat well, of it. I kept, I kept telling our, our, our mutual caller, and i gotta, I got to go because Noah's fisting. Yeah, I understand. Break. But I Robert understand. Mobile always tells me about 12-team playoff, 12-team playoff, 12-team playoff. I know he calls you, he calls us. Yeah. And, and I've said, well, we don't even know how we're going there. We, we know we're going, but we don't know. But, hey, Martin, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Alabama 1 presents Martin Houston. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. In NBA news, Kyrie Irving, who's been dealing with a thumb injury, and Luka Doncic, who's been dealing with an ankle injury, have both been upgraded to available for tonight's matchup against the 76ers. It will only be the 23rd time out of 50 games that the Mavs star duo has played together this season. Lakers say Jared Vanderbilt has been diagnosed with a foot sprain and will be reevaluated in approximately three to four weeks. Cavs guard Donovan Mitchell is the latest star to participate in the NBA All-Star three-point contest. He will be joining Damian Lillard, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Lori Markinen, and Malik Beasley. In Major League Baseball, shortstop Bobby Wood Jr. and the Royals are in agreement on an 11-year, $288.7 million contract extension. And it is super- makes sense for your business. Go to townsquarelocal.com for a free demo of the Townsquare Business Management Platform. Visit townsquarelocal.com. That's townsquarelocal.com. Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services 
portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-00. The running to win this Friday, $1,000. Just download the Bet You app right now in the App Store and sign up for an account for your shot at winning. together you guys ready 18 national titles 30 sec titles 147 first team all-american 77 postseason appearances 45 postseason victories four heisman winners the ncaa all-time scoring leader 43 10 win seasons we are always powered by tuscaloosa toyota and we talk alabama crimson tide football we spent a lot of time talking alabama basketball today we've been celebrating 10 out of the last 11, four in a row, the only loss to Tennessee, Alabama's at the top, and they're up in the SEC. They're up to number 16 in both the coaches and the AP poll. Alabama, right back at the top. That's good, always good, but it's a big one Wednesday night against the Auburn Tigers. We'll talk more about that as we get a little closer. Uh, we'll try to get Aaron Torres on Wednesday to talk about it. We had Drew DeArmond on earlier. We had Martin Houston a couple of minutes ago. If you're just now getting back in your vehicle, uh, we have had a national relations board that have voted that uh, basketball players at Dartmouth can unionize. We're taking your reaction to that. You say, well, how can that really impact what we're doing here? Well, how could Ed O'Bannon's case against the NCA impact name, image, and likeness? There's probably a few people that said that. Here we are in 2024 as we're watching college athletics. I like what Martin said a couple of seconds ago. He said, you know, it's kind of like the dog chasing the car. Once you catch it, what are you going to do? I mean, ever ask the dog? I haven't. I would. I'd like an answer. Let's go to Robert in Mobile. Then we'll go to Roy in Kansas and Tommy in Romulus. Robert, Mobile. Robert, I hope all is well. Hey, man. How are you, Robert? Uh, so, they, so they can't uh, decide on what, a format? Which I kind of thought they'd already decided on. No, format. I kept telling you that. <laughs> I kept telling you that we're going to 12 teams. Um, they also say that he, they did stop short of saying that we may not be able to get there um, as far as the 12-team format as well as unsettled revenue distribution for the model after 2025. So we know we're going to 12 teams. Who knows? The presidents may have to jump in here and say, guys, 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 we ca- we got to get this right. I mean, they did. That's how we got to 12. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're saying. That they don't know about a format, though. I guess I don't know what that means anymore. I thought they had a format. <laughs> well, there's been a, there's been a there's been a bunch out there. But remember, when the Pac-12 kind of broke up, 
that's where a lot of your hiccups oh, right. came into place. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 how long they, have we known about that? Yeah, they should have been planning for that as well. It's, it's beginning to be amazing the number of big businesses, maybe the college for me, the NCAA or, you know, the major corporation, Disney and whatnot, seem to have people that just are blithering idiots when it comes to running it. It's just they do some of the most perplexing things. That, like, you got anybody there with common sense to know how to do anything? <laughs> it, it's just uh, mind-boggling. Uh, like you said, too, so, since there's so much money involved, they'll most likely get something and put a piece together before the season starts. But it's just really bizarre that they hadn't already uh, well, planned on Pac-12 being non-existent anymore. And Sankey telling uh, uh, Ross Dellinger via this article that broke last night, Sankey and his corresponding representative, CFB Board, Mississippi State President Mark Keenum, have suggested in the past that the model incorporate only at-large selections. So the debate rolls on. Um, not, not conference champions, not, not conference champions, because that was one of the suggestions. Well, and, and that's what I thought. It was the, let's see, where, where were we at? Six highest-ranked conference champions at large spots next to six highest-ranked okay. teams is where we were at a couple of months ago. Yeah. Looks like now we've we've moved. The head doesn't know what the tail's doing, Robert. I mean, that's the only way you can describe what college athletics is happening right here. And you know what? Maybe the smartest guy in the room is Nick Saban says, hey, man, you, you guys go figure this out. <laughs> I'm going to Jupiter, Florida. Can't blame him. Well, we always suspected that a lot of this had a lot of something to do with him. His, his decision to retire sooner rather than later. Hey, uh, you know, that ruling about Dartmouth, again, these federal, that's a, a political decision. Dart, the players aren't don't work for Dartmouth. So they can't unionize against it. No, 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 no. That's what's changed about this ruling is Dartmouth fought the athletes saying that you're not employees. They have took it to the National Labor Board and they've got a ruling saying now that just got ruled down a couple of, uh, well, about an hour and 15 minutes ago that they are employees. That's the big entire change of this. And, And that's what the trouble is. Based on what are they saying they're employees? Because they go to the school? This makes no sense at all. Well, then, why do I expect the federal government or, or anything with the word federal in it to make any sense? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, uh, that would explain my board not being secure. <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, I don't see how they come with that convoluted ruling uh, based on what are you saying they're, they're employees. Yes. I mean, when I go to work for my job, I have to go fill out an application. Well, I didn't fill out an application, but send a resume. Fill out a resume. They accept the resume. Uh, they send me a bunch of paperwork telling me I'm an employee, how much I want to make a year, and then my, my badge works when I go into it, into the building. Uh, there, there was no money exchange to Dartmouth saying, okay, you're going to make X amount of dollars for X amount of hours of basketball. Okay, all right, whatever. so, so Robert, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it um, to you. Here we go. Okay, this is part of the ruling. It's probably a little attorney jargon so you may have to help me a little bit um may have to get josh from college football nerds to come on maybe he can help me understand this uh Dartmouth takes a position a petition for basketball players are not employees within the meaning of the act and submits the petition that should be dismissed in addition dartmouth takes the position that the board should decline to assert jurisdiction over the basketball players so as not to create instability in labor relations 
Then they came back and says, as is set forth below, I find that because Dartmouth has the right to control the work performed by the men's basketball team and because the players perform the work in exchange for compensation, the petition for basketball players are employees within the meaning of the act additionally. I find that the asserting jurisdiction would not create instability in the relations board. Accordingly, I shall direct an election in the petition for a union. What compensation are they getting in exchange for work? Room and board? Well, uh, see, for, see, here's, and, uh, here's the and, thing. And it's not, when it's not work as in a job. In, 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 who's t- in whose terminology? Yeah, I mean, I'm not understanding how they say, well, I mean, say they, uh, we could say the same thing about, well, I mean, well, if you're taking basketball. On, so, well, they're not paying, well, they can't pay them directly. So what are they saying? Their uh, tuition? Free to, their tuition is, is payment, is compensation? That's what they're saying? Well, okay. Yeah. But keep in mind, Robert, the structure of cost of attendance may have changed some stuff. Five, six, seven, eight years ago, okay, we had... We jumped in, and we had cost of attendance. And you went to you went to South Alabama, so you know what cost of attendance is. It's the gap, right? right? If someone, if you send your daughter to the University of Alabama, the admissions office comes up, probably the financial aid office. I may have said admissions, but it may be the financial aid office. They'll come up and say, "This is what it's going to cost to attend the University of Alabama." That's not just tuition; it's board, room, or room and board. It's uh, meal plan. What? What? Well, I guess room. That's part of room board. But you know what I mean? It's everything: books, everything. This is what it will cost to attend the University of Alabama in one year. And so they said, "Well, we're not even fulfilling a full scholarship." So then they came up with cost of attendance. That's where Greg Byrne on our show talked about a few weeks, a few months ago, said, well, th- there's money involved. That's not just we're moving numbers around. That's hard cash. We're writing checks monthly for a cost of attendance to our athletes. Like Martin says, like, it looks like uh, an ending statement, of course. They are, it, it's going to end up with them being employees and, uh, you know, in a sense, but, okay, like you might say, that could be a good and a bad thing. Could be a good thing. Hey, we can just try to get some structure around how easily you can leave <laughs> and go to someplace else, which right now what we don't have is structure. Um, I didn't hear one of your calls earlier, you know, how employment is, you know, if you don't work, the government, you can't pay taxes, and the government puts you in jail. and <laughs> uh, You don't get put in jail for, for not, if, if you don't have a job. How many people be uh, in jail now if uh, the gov- if government put them in jail? In fact, most people don't pay taxes at all uh, of any sort. So and they're not, and they're not in jail. So well, see, you, don't, you know, <laughs> Robert, Robert, that that's why I was using the example of a benefit can now be a taxable income, and it's and we need to get Don Wallace on because he can explain it better than I can. The yeah, federal it could be taxable income. Yes, because now if they if they're giving you medical benefits, right. that possible because well, it's free. You're not paying anything for it. Um, even that, you know, is uh, an extra taxable. I mean, it can't be. If, you know, yeah, that could be taxable. Especially if I paid anything. Well, <laughs> I, I, I use the example of as an employee of the University of Alabama, you get free tuition. You get so many credits per semester for free. 
then you pay 50% for any additional credits beyond that limit. You have to pay on the credits that they give you for free. Yeah, and that's, you know, the whole if you make them employee. Uh, and that's the part that Martin said, right, and right, I thought right, it was a great right. comment. It's like the dog chasing right. the car. Once you catch it, what are you going to do with it? Right. Now, the NIL thing is totally something entirely different, which, again, that doesn't matter. If you make employees, all that starts to apply. If you uh, NIL is what they earn on the side, and in the case of my, of, uh, of Bryce Young with his Diet Pepsi commercials that he I mean Pepsi commercials that he was making, and and during the time he was going to school, it's like no different than when uh, an athlete makes money on the side. You know, when Michael Jordan was making money with Nike, uh, even though he was working for the Bulls, okay, Nike and the Bulls totally different. He couldn't even wear a Bulls jersey when he was out there for Nike. Same way with Bryce Young. It'd be similar color, but it could be the same thing. So that's totally different. And, and those tax things don't apply in that case because, they're not, again, they're not employees of the school. Any more than uh, a, a student now can have a job on the side and none of his, and he ought to pay tax on his tuition when he goes to school. But now if you make it like you just said, you're Martin said, if you make an employee, all of it does start to come into play. Absolutely. There we go. Hey, Robert, thanks, right, man. man. Have a great day. Okay, great. Uh, Robert down in Mobile. We'll come back. We'll go to Roy in Kansas. We'll go to Tommy in Romulus. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. No one was hurt Sunday evening when a train crashed into a sedan that was stuck on railroad tracks at 32nd Street in Tuscaloosa. Police say its driver and her passengers were outside of and away from the car at the time of the collision. City leaders have broken ground on $1.8 million in upgrades to a community park in West Tuscaloosa in desperate need of TLC. And a man accused of robbing three local Dollar General stores at gunpoint in the last 45 days has been identified and arrested. To read the rest of these stories and much more, get connected at TuscaloosaThread.com. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Good afternoon. Well, as we make our move, McFarland Boulevard going eastbound. Before you get to 13th Street East, watch out for an accident. We have the left lane blocked. Also, moving 2059 going westbound, but before you get to Tuscaloosa Highway 11, watch out for a disabled vehicle in that area. Ports of Castrol Edge or Edge High Mileage Full Synthetic and an oil filter for $36.99, only at AutoZone. Claim based on Sequence 3H test versus API SP test limits. Don Wallace CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payrolls, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Well Chiropractic, the only third generation chiropractor with over 26 years experience in Tuscaloosa. Call Tidwell Chiropractic at 752-2503. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A clearing sky for West Alabama this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high at 60. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 37. The weather looks good tomorrow and Wednesday. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 62 and 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
the legends of Alabama football hang out. Lacey, huge hole. Touchdown. Yep, yep. Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Through your veins like a fish in the sea. I'm singing, follow me, everything is alright. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night. And if you want to leave, I can guarantee you won't find nobody else like me. I'm not worried about the ring you wear, cause as long as no one knows, then nobody How about a little cares. Southern Owl House to cheer you up on a Monday evening when we've been a little bit waterlogged in the last few hours, few days? Uh, how about a little Southern Owl House? How about a prime rib, smoked pork chop, Nashville hot-style chicken Alfredo, pasta salad is the vegetable of the day. If you're thinking about dinner tomorrow uh, or lunch, it is burger day. The Mushroom Swiss Burger, which is really, really good. The R&R Burger. The Smokehouse Burger. wonder if the R&R Burger is named after R&R. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to ask that question to uh, Brett Garner. Maybe he could text me. Uh, looks pretty good. Uh, shredded hash browns, cheddar cheese, sliced bacon, uh, hot maple mustard, fried egg. Okay, okay, you got me, you got me. Smokehouse Burger also, and Baker and Cheddar Ranch Tots. Uh Oh, he said it's shrimp. Did I say, did I say, uh, it's hot style shrimp Alfredo. Did I say chicken Alfredo? Okay. Okay. So he's texting me. So maybe he can answer my question. Yes, it is. How about that? The correlation of two sponsors tied together. Love to see it. Tied together? <laughs> Ryan. Uh, uh, could be. It tied together. Tied together. Tied together. You know, I hope the mental therapists don't listen to this show. They they would admit both of us. I mean, I, I'm definitely. I'd run yeah. away. You would? Yeah, I'd, I'd be quick. I mean, they have those straight jackets. Uh, I'm just sure for your arms, not for your legs. I've never been in one of those. I mean, I was always controlled with medication. <laughs> I'm I'm so crazy. I'm sorry, but. Smokehouse Burger, R&R Burger, named after Reagan and Randy Starner. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So lunch and dinner options, Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard, 1530 McFarland Boulevard, eat Southern, be Southern, very uniquely Southern pub. You'll find it right there on McFarland Boulevard. Catering also, uh, the great options, whether it's a small office gathering or just maybe a large corporate event, or maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's a special family reunion. You'll find it at Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Always a great place to have a little business luncheon. Roy, Kansas. Roy, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you doing today? Well, I'm better than, uh, well, I was going to say I'm better than the basketball players at Dartmouth, but maybe I'm not. Um, Oh, yes, you are, because here's the deal. If you're an employee and you're a part of a union, so all the forwards have to get paid the same thing and the spanners have to get paid the same thing and the guards have to be paid the same Ooh. thing. You see? Ah, I've I dealt see. With unions. See, I've dealt with unions before. And here's the other thing. You know, they want to have the name, image, and likeness but if you're a union employee, 
the only benefits that I can offer at a nursing home where I was dealing with junior. They, you know, so a CNA that had two years of experience, all of them got paid the same. And I, I told them, I don't want to get paid like everybody else. I want to get paid what I'm worth. I actually got rid of a union in a place when I explained to him about, you see the car the union rep's driving? You see the clothes the union rep's driving? I said, do you realize that the pay that you're getting is no more than the pay anywhere else in the area because we got to pay nurses all the same because there's a shortage? So actually you're making less money than they are because you're paying them dues? You know, so... Unions aren't all that they, at one time they were really worthwhile, but that's the other thing. You will have to pay each person the same. So your quarterbacks can get such and so, but you're not going to get one quarterback a half a million, the other three quarters of a million, and it's not going to work that way if you unionize. And each state's union rules, like you said, Alabama is a work to right state. So the unionization is not going to work here. But it may work fine in the, in the northern states. It will work fine in California. But uh, they're not they're not thinking this all the way through. And I think there's more politicalness to this than anything else. But uh, once those people start feeling that there's money coming, you know, that bonus money that they're getting, that a percentage of that is going right out of their pocket into the union rep's pocket. <laughs> Well, and, and Roy, I'm, I'm from North Alabama, okay? You, you could go up and, and look um, where I'm from. I'm, I'm right below Boaz is, is where I'm mm -hmm. from. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the state of Alabama, but yeah, Boaz used to be the capital of a couple of different things. The outlets uh, used to be gigantic there. Also, right. the VF factory outlet uh, was actually right there beside the factory. I mean, so you, you produced mm -hmm. the jeans, and then you would go there, and you would buy the blemished jeans because I, I know that's how we would uh, get school clothes. But we, we the big factory was there. Well, unions came in and they put too many restrictions. They closed down. And all these small little factories that made jeans, they're gone. They're, they're no longer in business. So it's like, okay, well, we our trade-off was this. Union can do some great things, but they can also – they can jump over a lot of fences that are not good too. I mean, it, it can – I like what Martin said. Martin says, kind of yeah. like the dog chasing the vehicle. What you going to do when yeah. you catch it? There was a union up in uh, Idaho for these miners. And the company that owned this mine opened up the books to the miners and showed them exactly what the dollar thing was. And they said, if you'll accept this pay for two years and we can get right, then we'll be willing to do raises. The union said, hell no. And so... All those miners lost their jobs. Well, I mean, think about the UAW a couple of years, yeah. a couple of months ago. I mean, you heard what they were trying to do? I mean, you heard like one of the big sticking points. They wanted to have a 32-hour work week and paid in the next five years. They were going to double their salary. So yeah. you wanted to work less. but and, and so I was reading the UAW. Um, it was back in October. Yeah. I know it was football season. Really didn't get a lot of spend here. But they wanted to double their their salary in the next five years, but then they were going to cut down from working for 40 to 32 hour work week. And I'm, I'm going, hold on a minute. You want to double your salary in the next five years? It was a, you know, it was an, um, you know, a little steps to get to double right. in five years, but they were going to cut down on the hours of work. You were going to work 32. So. 
Yeah, you can't. Well, then you know, that's how we drive businesses out of our country. Right. That's exactly right. The Union of California, you know, the big rocket company moved to um, Colorado. The first year they moved to Colorado, paid for all their top employees' movement there, still made money in comparison to doing business, Aerojet, that is, in California. You see? So the rules and regulations people don't look at, the tax money and the money that actually gets paid out of the workers. So these basketball players think they've made it, made it good, but they're going to get less, not more. And hey, so the I, union always gets there. I just saw it here just a couple of minutes ago, uh, Roy, that the NFL will also include some Friday night games. Um, in the National Football League. So that ah. just coming down from Adam Scheffler uh, a couple of seconds ago, the NFL will begin to play on Friday night. Uh, that was at 526. So about six minutes ago, the Eagles will be the home team of the 2024 Friday night week number one, first ever game in Brazil in 2024. The NFL will incorporate Friday night games. I thought we, were, we cared about the football players' health. Come on, Roy. So we got a Thursday Roy, night game, Roy, Roy. Friday That's... night game, a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They do care about them, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, right. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, and yeah. go ask a professional athlete what they think about that Thursday night uh, game. Oh, yeah. I know. They, they've told them what they think about But, you know, but, but, whatever you – once again, when you're in those union negotiations, the Players Association, all right, well, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you this, but what are we going to do? We're we're going to yeah. we're going to take back this. I mean, like I said, the union can do some good things. I'm not here. Like I said, my dad was a lifelong member of the International Brotherhood of Logical Workers, thirty something years. Uh, he, he's been he's been dead for. I mean, I guess it'll be 20 years. I think 18 years. My dad's been passed away, but I saw the benefit, but I also saw some strikes out there that got pretty tough uh, in, in in our family um, because, you know, he wouldn't cross over the picket line. And then, you know, that little union stipend that they would give you to survive, that doesn't even buy the ramen noodles. Uh, so, yeah, my dad was a trucker. And he was in the union for years and years. But, uh, yeah. Hey, Roy, how is Nate Oates? And this was her question. Uh, We're sorry that it got hijacked by this unionization of college athletes. But how has Nate Oates increased your interest around Alabama basketball? Well, it I barely had watched any Alabama uh, basketball until I saw the interview with Nate Oates. And I watched him like I watched Saban, like I watched, you know, that's just what I do. I said, this guy's got something here, you know, and he's, he's delivered. I mean, you've got to look at the long haul. It takes a lot, especially because people's players aren't staying as long, but he's made an exciting amount of basketball for us, a winning proposition, and he's getting us closer and closer into, you know, March Madness of getting higher and higher up the rungs, he's delivered, I think. And I, I appreciate it. I watch it a lot more now, I tell you. Got it. Hey, Roy, thank you so much, man. Have a great rest of your day. 
You too. Take care. You know, I want to ask a random question. If the NFL's going to Brazil, they're going there for the money side of things. How quick will colleges, because if they're desperate for money, will they be, will they be taking it more? Because we saw doubled a couple of years ago with Notre Dame and who was the other? Jackson, if you know, who, who did who did Notre Dame play? Was uh, it? I'm not exactly sure. But, but it was I a know, small. It was a smaller team. But Was it I, Navy? It may have been Navy. It may have been Navy. It, they're it, going again this this season, Notre Dame is. So they're going. I think their opener is in Ireland again. Okay. So when you when you kind of back up a little bit, I wonder if colleges will chase after that. Because football is growing in other our customers are glad Bruce is behind the counter. Locally owned and operated with the largest inventory in the area. It's Northport Auto Supply. Why go anywhere else? Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap, meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. Official virus vaccine. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisbo.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Nukes Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. And socks. Call 205-339-7361 or stop by and see Rodney Johnson at b and Sports at 1600 Lurleen Wallace Boulevard in Northport. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Alabama touchdown. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. DCH Health System in Tuscaloosa County. Three locations here. Well, two in Tuscaloosa County, one in Fayette. For more than 90 years, DCH Health System has been providing quality and compassionate health care to our friends and neighbors in West Alabama. Orthopedic, surgical services, women's services, great things are happening at DCH. DCHsystem.com. The pharmacy at Midtown. T.J. Thomas, he's the Nick Saban of Pharmacist, 205-752-0627. Independent on pharmacy, specializing in walk-in prescriptions, medicine on time packaging, compounding needs, the only sterile compounding facility in Tuscaloosa, the pharmacy at Midtown, the pharmacy at Midtown. We roll on. Let me get Tommy on the other side of the break. We're going to finish up with Tommy and Ellis. We're reacting to a lot of major headlines. We'll try to get Steve Berkowitz. I've sent him a text message. We'll try to get him on tomorrow. And uh, matter of fact, that's Steve now. Uh, yep. Oh. <laughs> Steve Berkowitz. This this explains everything in chaos in college football. Steve's never turned me down for an interview. Hey, Ryan. I appreciate you asking. However, this week is going to get 
really unpredictable for me in the term of timing. I definitely can't do this tomorrow. Can you check with me on Wednesday or Thursday? I'd like to do this if I can, but I just don't want to commit because of all the things happening in the world of college athletics. That is the number one business reporter in college, or excuse me, in, in sports athletics as far as the money terms. He helped us weekly during the Ed O'Bannon case to understand what was going on. Tell you what, we'll reach out to Josh from College Football Nerds. He's also an attorney. Uh, maybe he can help us understand this labor board ruling. Is it really good for college athletics? We'll ask him. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm reading this terminology. I'm going, okay, we declare them as employees. I'm telling you, Martin, when he nailed it, he said it's like the dog chasing the car. When you catch it, what are you going to do? Are athletes the dog or the car? Where about the college programs? Are they the dog or the car? We'll ask Tommy and Romulus next. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide, 100.9, traffic. Let's check back with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. We're moving through Cottondale, 2059 westbound, right there at Highway 11. Be mindful of a disabled vehicle. Now, moving through Northport, McFarland Boulevard, eastbound at Watermelon Road. Look out for an accident. And as we make our way, McFarland. That's simple human sense. So contact Pritchett Moore Insurance today and let our professionals find the right insurance solution for you. Visit pm-insurance.com or stop by the Tuscaloosa office today. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. This is big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Continue 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. Let's go to Tommy and Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. All is well. I've heard a rumor about you. Well, come on, let's have it. I've heard a lot. I've been famous today. You mentioned my name three times. Today, uh, maybe, huh? more. maybe more. Maybe um, more. Yeah. I heard you're trying to unionize all the callers. No, no, no. I am. No, you're wrong. There. I'm trying to unionize all the tutors that works many hours without any thanks, not any pay, to help keep these athletes eligible. Can they have a union, Ron? Mm-hmm. Well, would that be considered a benefit that you now have to pay a tax on? Well, I mean, it's free. I mean, these people give their time and effort to help keep Alabama athletes and other school athletes eligible and i mean you great know point. great point they need a they need a union right you're violating their civil rights you you you're putting them on a plantation ryan follow i've heard that crap so much i'm getting sick of it you know we just had this same conversation um off the air a couple of minutes ago and i, I don't have time to get into it because we've only got about five minutes here left in the show I know. but um wow i mean but is, is really a union, is this where we're going with college athletics? Okay, let me ask you this, and I'm being facetious, but I'm being serious too. So, the Northwest more unionized of the South, as we know that, we do. and the Midwest is, 
and probably the Pacific West. The South and the Southwest, not as much in some areas. All right. So this coming football season, if the Big Ten unionized, Alabama can't go up and play. Madison, go to Madison and play with Oh, no worries. Okay. But, I mean, it's not going to move that quick. Oh, I know it. Yeah, I'm but I see. Great point. Great point. Another great I point. Mean, are we going to have two national championships now? Everybody argue about Alabama really don't have 18. Are we going to have union national championships? So we'll call it the Rat Championship and the Union Championship. No, we're going to call it another one. Another name is going to be called the Scab. Oh, Scab. Okay, well, I thought they were called Rats. Yeah, yeah. when you break the union line, you're Scab. Okay, okay. Yeah. Tommy, I'm just about out of time right here. Um, Well... Is oh, NATO – no, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I got, I'm going to try to split it right here between you and Ellis. Has okay. What has NATO's done for you as far as your interest in Alabama basketball? Well, it's like it was 50 years ago uh, when Coach Wright was number one in football. Sam Newton knew he was number two, and there was always a buzz about Alabama football and basketball. Sam Newton had Leon Douglas when he signed him, Wendell Hudson, all them great players. Yeah, it's getting to be that way again with NATO's. And Nick Saban now, it's probably going to be Nate Lowe and Taylor and the boy. I mean, great point. I mean, it's it's going to be good. I mean, but well, I tell you what, if you can if you can make sure that Nate Oates is happy, whatever it takes, and you've got Kalen the boy, and, and he is what we think he's going to be, you got to feel really really good about your two coaches at your primary sports. Tommy, let me squeeze in Ellis, man. I appreciate right, you. Man. Thank All you, right, Tommy. Uh, let's go to Ellis. Ellis, has Nate Oates created or has enhanced your interest in Alabama basketball? I mean, you drove down here this weekend. Yeah. So that answer would be absolutely, 100%. He's it, 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 it made it exciting again. I mean, for Ellis, to, Ellis, how far is Manchester, Tennessee? About three and a half hours. And you drove three and a half hours to watch Alabama play Mississippi State and run them out of the gym. Yeah. I stayed for every bit of it, too. And what time did you get back? Uh, Pretty late, about 1 o'clock. Woo! You're a dedicated fan. You're a dedicated fan. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Thank you, Ellis. Have a great day, man. All right, it's the Southern Ale House, too. Oh, roll Tide to that. Roll Tide. I'll tell you more tomorrow. Thank you, Jackson. Noah, thank you guys so much. I remind you, we call this program the game. The only way that you win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, T-Town.